Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And we are not live, uh, but pre-recorded. Yeah. We, we have to figure out a proper intro for this. Uh. No, I just love that. I, I just yeah, love we, to say we, that we, we are just make it up every single time. Yeah. <laughs> every single time. Hi <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Dead Air. Uh, I am Wayne, co-creator of Ghost Maps and co-host of Dead Air. This handsome fellow over here. Kyle. Hello. Kifla Context, co-creator. Of co-creator. Maps. No, you already said it. Right? I know, <laughs> but like, you know, you, you, gotta, you gotta up yourself a bit more, man. The title doesn't matter. It's the content that matters. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it's very deep of you, you at the start of our episode. Closer to the mic. Uh. Okay. Yeah. It's very deep of you from the start <laughs> of our episode. Uh. Okay. Um, well, today we have a very special guest. Yep. This mm. handsome young man sitting next to us. Yeah. Um, oh, can can talk now? Okay. Can talk. <laughs> you, no, honestly, was, you could have started. I was about. I was about to just like uh, ask like, oh, when do I come in? So, <laughs> okay, but you, you guys need to work on the intro lah. Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. lah. No, def- Rahman. Definitely. Yeah. Very special guest. <laughs> very very special guest. If yes. you listen to horror content, you most probably know who he is. Mm-hmm. If you watch content on TV or you you know uh, watch content on TikTok, especially TikTok. You know who he is. <laughs> if, if not, Win will do the honors. Oh yes. Okay. I, I will do I will do the proper official yeah, intro. He is the proper okay. So Hafiz Rahman graduated from LaSalle College of the Arts. He is currently an arts educator and a working actor who has worked with the Theatre Practice, Checkpoint Theatre, Dream Academy, Theatre Ikamatara. Ikamatara. Okay. Theatre okay. Kami, my, my Malay fails in Primary 2. La. Oh, you, you took Malay? Ah? I took Malay. Okay, okay. My wife is constantly embarrassed by the fact that I failed Malay since Primary 2. Okay. Theatre Kami, amongst many other companies. Past stage works include Pecha Panggung. Correct. Correct. Okay, good. Uh, I feel like this is like an oral examination. I know. Yeah. Uh, continue, I, continue. I'm suddenly very stressed. Yeah. Uh, make Hantu's great again. Bria Baraya. Uh-huh. Happy, ever Af- Happy Ever Laughter. Uh-huh. Cerita Hantu. Rasa Sarang. And Angkat. Yes. Yes. He also dresses up as a machit for last in his free time, which is where I'm quite sure a few of you know him from as well. Yeah, yep. uh, Havitz, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing okay. I'm doing. I'm very, very excited. Um, actually, uh, when you guys approached me, I because I know that the podcast, I mean, in, especially in 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 the local scene, can get really saturated. You see, yeah. hmm. and then I'm I'm constantly like finding out a. Eh, there's actually another podcast doing, you know. So it's, like, hey. so it's, so it's the is that continual um, um, finding out about, about about new content. So I'm very excited to be part of of this. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, thank you, for uh, thank you for coming. I'm dying though. to share stories and ask questions actually, because I want to know like uh, what are the stuff that you guys have seen. Uh, quite a bit. You can la. ask, la, but you know, clearly we're both very shy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very very shy. So, shy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm uh, because I'm quite the horror and podcast fanatic. So mm. I listen to everything. 
So I've I've been listening to his podcast for like at least a year now. Oh. Uh, the horror parts are, yeah, and yeah, I love yeah. it. And I'm picking a bit of Bahasa here and there because sometimes he will do translation. And it's like, oh, so that's what it means. Is correct, it, guys? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been watching the Machi videos with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and the wife the wife's a fan, huh? No, the wife's a big fan. Um, <laughs> gutted that she cannot be here today. Absolutely gutted she cannot be here today. She will laugh and I will laugh along because I can pick up the rough idea. The rough idea of, of what is about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm going to spend most of this episode apologizing to all my chegus from primary and secondary school. Okay. So, yeah. so, so you took you took Malay all the way until all levels? levels secondary school. All levels. Yeah. Did you pass? All levels. Did you pass at all levels? C6 ah no lah cannot lah really cannot make it lah D7 E8 E8 okay lah how is that okay I mean for a non for a, for a non Malay okay lah really wow. it's quite bad lah quite bad lah yeah. it's yeah. quite embarrassing I think but to be fair yeah after speaking it or learning it for about 10 years and still getting E8 quite it, it's quite, quite bad chill, <laughs> it's quite bad I, I I bring shame I bring shame to Eurasians everywhere you, think, <laughs> you would think that it's not like you know like if they if they took a second language where where it's not in alphabets, right? You think yeah. that, oh, okay, the second language is alphabet. At least, you know, you've got that foundation. Correct, correct. I oh, really cannot. Nah. What was it that you struggled with? I think I was just a bad student. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I did, like, Aren't we all? There was nothing wrong with the Chegos. The Chegos did a good job yeah. and everything. I think I was just a terrible student. Nah. Okay, okay. Understand. English also got B. English B? Yeah. Okay lah. But he's still writer. Yeah, I became writer, no. It's okay, it's okay. It's <laughs> fine. Language is, is evolving. You you get better over time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Did, did you hear that, my English secondary school teachers? Or she was just, or he or she was disappointed you didn't get an A or what? No lah. But they, they, they weren't disappointed. It's just the look on their face like, okay, yeah. you can be better, okay, right? Yeah. You can be better. Okay lah. Yeah. Okay lah, can lah. <laughs> okay, any <laughs> more intro? And no, 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 no more intro. No more okay. talking about my secondary school grades. Okay. All right, okay. So I want to ask you, you've mm. done both writing and acting. Yeah. The The short version of this question is, how la? The long version of the question is, what attracted you to both of these things? Uh, okay. So I think if you, okay, because the, 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 the question people always ask is, which one do you prefer more, writing mm-hmm. or acting? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do both. Um, I think, okay, as a writer, uh, if I were to give, if I if I were to quantify it, I am probably like a seven, you know. Um, but here, okay, but here's the thing: I am a comedy writer, so when I write con- like comedy content, um, there's always that sense of improvisation, you see. So that always brings the script to another level. Yeah. So on writing itself, I'm a seven, but I've always seen myself as an actor first because mm-hmm. I went to school. Um, I went to La Salle to pursue theatre arts. Yeah. And that's always, that has always been my first love, the stage. And, and performing, you know. Mm. Um, but I've, I've only gotten into writing because someone asked me to do a, a device play. I think that was all, it's, it started from there. Mm. Um, but my love for performing has been since, since secondary school. Yeah, mm. I think, I mean, primary school, you know, you do those those drama nights and all that. But that's always been that's always because teacher asks you to do. But in secondary school, I, I remember the, the the first play that I read was Tennessee Williams, uh, A Glass Menagerie. Oh wow! Okay. And I remember that being like that was like a core memory for me. I'm like, okay, mm. from now on, I want to be able to perform the role of Tom, you know, which mm. is the, the protagonist in, in in the in the play. Mm. And then um, I was I was lucky enough to watch. 
a presentation or a play, you know, being stage of the Glass Menagerie. And I saw it and I'm like, okay, that's so it went full circle, lah, you know. Oh, okay. And then that was when I decided, okay, I wanted to become an actor. So at the age of 17, right after O-levels, um, upon much hesitation from my parents, understandably so. <laughs> so like, you want to become, I mean, Asian parents, lah, you want yeah, to la. be, Asian Singaporean parents would be like, actor, you want to work at Media Corp? Mm. And I'm like, I I guess if it be, <laughs> sure I guess you know but it's a stage actor lah so okay so the thing that my mom told me that I will never forget and I think I held on to it even all the way into my adult life she said okay you want to do whatever you can do it but I do not want you to come back and tell me oh I want to quit halfway mm. so then the onus mm. is on me to continue so wow so so I think that was good parenting on on her end because she asked me to take responsibility for my choices um, and she supported me but she also gave me sort of that pressure to just okay since you want this then you cannot come back and tell me I don't want to do it halfway so like you cannot go like year one or year two and say mama I, I don't want to do it you know you have mm. to just plow through it so I did plow through it mm. through much hardship because I realized that when you go to LaSalle I don't know whether you realize this I don't know whether it's also in, in, in film and all that um, we all come from different walks of life with different forms of expertise so I have people in my class who are much older and they come with a wealth of experience. Mm. Mm. So I'm just like a boy who just finished secondary school. Mm. So to get to get to that to that level uh, with them is a bit hard. So that was the biggest challenge for me in my foundation year. So it's okay in 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 an art school you have foundation year where you study everything. Yeah. Okay. No more already, no. No no more. No oh, more. no more. No more. I mean my time had but now no all more. the younger one know. <laughs> yeah. I liked it lah. I like the I love the disappointment. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. no because I think it's okay to Yeah. It's nice to be exposed to all the yeah, different all form, arts. form yeah. and mediums, yeah. yeah. And then you sort of go to your specialized mode, lah, in, yep. in year one and year two. So anyways, um, to to answer the the, the question in short, uh, how do I do it? Like I said, wow, oh, it's <laughs> terrible, lah. Okay, you know why? Because okay, here's what I do. So I do content creation, right? I yeah. do content creation both um, podcasts and um in in uh, social media as yeah, in, yeah. on a visual medium, and then I do my theater bit. Right, so that has rehearsals and that that has yeah. stagings and all that, and I teach. Yeah. Oh my god. So I feel sometimes no. So it can get overwhelming. Um, yeah. but one thing I tell myself is because I'm a freelancer, I'm well aware of how I do my schedule. Mm. So I try to have pockets of free time in between. Mm. Um, and there's been and I was just I was just telling them before we roll. So there's been yeah. occasions where I just go on like a hiatus <laughs> for like three weeks, sometimes to a month, where I just don't post content. So that's when mm. I really just don't want to do it, lah. You know, it's yeah. not because it's not because I don't have the passion for it. No, it's because I know that I need to recalibrate myself. Yeah. So that I'm able to continue. If not, nah. But now, but it's now. a long yeah, game, lah, guys. But now, but now, it's good yeah. that you say stuff like that, yeah. also, because yeah. people like your your Instagram has quite the following, yeah. And like people will just, I think, I think people, a lot of people Expect, have yeah. the that idea that oh, you just have to keep like, yeah, pushing out content, yeah. which is not wrong, lah. It's, I mean, it's, it's not wrong. I mean, it's good that they demand yeah. it, but um, we, you know, I don't do this full time. You know, yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, I've not had the luxury of doing podcasts. So podcast is my 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 bread and butter, you know. If mm. that is the case, then okay lah, you know. Yeah. But I do like ten other things. Yeah. Um. So when when they say when is the next bahantu coming, and I get it every time, <laughs> I'm like I just posted an episode yesterday. Yes. And today you asking me again. What, what you gonna what ask? Do, what do you think I do? Uh? <laughs> like, do you not? Do you not think that I have any time to just sleep? 
Yeah, you know, yeah. It's free con. Free the the danger about free content, right? Is that you keep expecting it to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just keep doing it. I, yeah. I actually wanted to ask, like, because you mentioned something earlier on about like you were an actor first, and then you came into writing. writing after yeah. That. And you said that you're predominantly a comedy writer. Like, yeah. Can, like, could you expand on that a bit more? Because I, I have found that it is incredibly difficult to write comedy. Very difficult. It is incredibly difficult to write comedy. And you said that a lot of, the improv side of your acting has kind of fed into that mm, writing. Mm. Like, could you elaborate a bit more? Um, okay, so, yeah, so I, I do agree that comedy, like, okay, someone said, why why you want to do comedy? Because to make people laugh, it's way mm. more difficult than making people cry. Yeah. And I do agree, and I do agree, because again, um, comedy is very subjective, right? Yeah. Um, so when I mean improv is I find myself very lucky because when I do comedy shows, mm. I do it with another friend, which is uh, Zuhairi, which is uh, mm. the, the, the other co-creator of, of Lepak One Corner, which is what mm. we do. Um, so the improv bit is very in- essential because um, we always work on a skeletal, on a skeletal script. Mm. So it's either in point form or it has, it's a synopsis. And then we just run through with it. We just mm. run, run with it, you know? Um, so that in itself is a skill that we are very lucky to have because we are able to expand and, and elevate the script to another level uh, with, with, with mm. improv. Um, I have done stand-up. Oh, that's <laughs> rubber, bro. Um, so I did stand-up Happy Ever After. Um, mm-hmm. And I was very fortunate because I'm doing stand-up as a character. Okay, So so when you do characters like Bonabeda or like Asamachi, you, it's very easy to get laughs because number one, you are a man dressed up as a woman. So that it's in itself is like, ha 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 ha, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of scope for you to talk about, you know? So hmm. whatever you talk, you know, people are more easy. I mean, they, 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 they take it easier because they have elevated that, that, that sense of judgment really, right? Yeah. But doing it, doing stand up as myself, oh, that's, I cannot, I can't. Um, but having said that, I have written like dramatic pieces as well. Hmm. I've written a play. Um, so like, for example, like I've written horror stories hmm. like for, for Charita Hantu. Um, this is uh, in, in conjunction with Arts House, Night to Light, Light to Night yeah. Festival, something like, something like that. So for the past two sessions, um, we have decided to do something different, bring horror on stage. Um, so that was that was a good challenge and, and I enjoyed it. Um, writing something for horror and writing something for drama. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm quite spoiled, lah, but I, I would say that Fortunately for me, writing for comedy is much easier because I only write A, B, C, D and then mm. all the way is just improv. Mm. So yeah. And that uh, that brings up kind of a point that I want to ask. So like, so you've done um, Berhantu as a podcast. As a podcast and you've done yeah. uh, Cerita Hantu as, as like a, a stage, theater, a stage, a stage play. performance. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's, do you find that there's a difference in terms of writing horror for purely audio and writing horror for something that's live? Mm, okay, so the thing with Bahantu is um, the stories are shared verbatim. Um, so it either comes in a form of a very lengthy email, which I always encourage my listeners to send because um, I can't piece the empty 
uh, plots <laughs> by myself. Like you need to tell me, you need to tell me like what happened before. Mm. You need to give me context, you know. Mm. So sometimes I tell them, please take your time to to send me a lengthy email because I need it. I need mm. the context because then what happens is from the email, I would just um, share it uh, verbally like that. Yeah. Um, and then there are stories that has been shared with me from friends or family. And then those are the stories when they share, I have my notes and mm. I write it in note form, mm. you yeah. know? And then when I share the stories, I just go through the notes. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, so it's it's quite seamless in that sense. Um, but writing for a stage play, my, my, my biggest worry is that it's not going to be scary. Mm. for the audience yeah. I think writing itself is okay but because horror there needs to be the element of either surprise or the element of creepiness right mm. um, so I was very smart I said you know what I'm not going to write a horror play let's do a multi-sensorial experience mm. so uh, there's, we touch on their sense of taste of smell um, of touch you know mm. so our audience go through this whole uh, journey so it's um I set myself out to succeed in that sense lah because <laughs> if, if they were to just sit there and watch a horror play, you know, then it's like, it's, it's quite hard. It's quite hard. Mm. I, I must say it's quite hard to bring horror on stage because um, it's different from watching a film. Ah, yeah. Because you don't have, you don't have the, um, you don't have a green screen. You don't have all these other things to make these things come alive, right? Mm. So you only have whatever that's in flesh and, and, and bone. Mm. So, um, I made it like an experience of sorts, lah. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So so, so that, that was how I, 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 I dealt with it, lah. Yeah. That yeah. is that is a really smart move, uh, to play yeah. with the multi-sensorial thing. Correct. Like, correct. did you did you work with other people to to? Mm, to yeah. Or so did you come up with like all the senses yourself? They they wanted okay. So what mm. was what was the instruction from or rather the directive from Arts House is that we wanted to, um, because they have like ghost storytelling sessions and all that yeah. um, uh, for Arts House, but they wanted to bring from text to, to, to stage. Mm. And uh, I just said, okay lah, I mean, if you guys want to do it, we can do it, but let's just be open to the idea of doing it as a multi-sensorial thing. And thankfully they were on board. So we, we decided to go on with it. And then for me, the challenge was, then what are the things that I need to do, right? So for mm. example, um, in the last one, we had this session where, so in the Malay Muslim canon of things that they do to protect the house is number one, to recite a prayer mm. and spray every part of the room. So I had an actor spray the audience. Wow. With like water, with like jasmine water. Oh. And I, and I, I, and I um, use jasmine perfume and all that uh, just so that when they come in, it's an overwhelming like mm. frangipani yeah. yeah yeah something like that oh my yeah. god <laughs> i didn't want to use frangipani because yeah. then i cannot find it so that my my only my only um other flower that is quite close to that is jasmine so we mm. use that um so so just things like that so i think you just have to be smart about it um mm. and so then i i work it okay on, on the five sensorial um manner okay so in touch, what can they do? Mm. So maybe they can be sprayed water, maybe salt can be thrown at them or whatever. So sight, of course, very simple, whatever they see on stage. Yeah. And then if like smell, maybe the smell of food, mm. maybe the smell of of, of rotting flesh or mm. smell of flower. So just like that lah. Yeah. So, so that's how, that's how, that's how I, I crafted Trita Hantu. And um, it, it proved to be quite, quite um, well, well received. They, they loved it. They loved it. Um, I think the last one, 
we had to do five. No, the first one we had to do seven shows. Mm. So it was very exhausting for for both my actors and for for myself because I was also performing in yeah. it as well. Um, and then the next one, be, okay. So the sev- the one that we did seven shows was because of COVID. Hmm. I think we were still in in Doskin Orange, so they only had like so they had to go with um, one audience, two empty space, and then you know that that, that yeah, safe yeah. distancing. So we only played to like maybe forty audience, forty audience members, and then. We did it again this time round, and it's a full house, 120. But we did like five shows, mm. so yeah. So we, we we're doing it again this year. I mean, not this year in 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 January. So oh, okay. please keep a look out for it. You guys will of course get preview tickets. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Have you you guys didn't manage to catch? I didn't. Preview, no, okay, you didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, that's always a preview. Um, yeah. yeah. We'll Family and friends will get it, to yeah. watch. So throw some salt at me. I, I was about to say, <laughs> I'm quite sure at least some of your audience appreciated getting spirit with jasmine water. La. Yeah. Some of them were like, oh, okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, some were quite taken aback. But I think they, they sort of know yeah. um, because yeah. I will always start off the, 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 the play with telling them that things will be thrown at you, you know, and you will feel things both physically and, mm. and, and, and um, mentally or emotionally. So just be prepared for that. Mm. But I, I, felt, I felt very, very bad for this one, one boy. So he was seated right in front. And then there was a scene where I threw water, a glass of water, <laughs> and I do not know why. What happened on that particular day? The entire content of that <laughs> glass just landed on him. So he was just drenched. So I told, mm-hmm. I, I had to message one of my um, stage hands. I said, "Can you please pass him like a, a dry towel?" Because, but he was like, "Wait, was this during the COVID?" Session. Okay lah. So okay lah. So you smell like jasmine. Yeah, you smell like jasmine water. If you cut out during the COVID times when like half the the area was empty, terrible. Then it just looks like you purposely did it. Yeah. Oh no. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And then oh god. And then the things that happened while while going through that whole process of cerita hantu at the arts house. Um. Wow. Just amazing. Amazing as in like ghost stories. Yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. You see, like he start already jumping right ahead. Jumping oh, right ahead. You got no other uh, like leading questions what to this. We, uh? we we had leading questions lah, oh, la, but okay. like the but like we, you know like it, it, we 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 will oh, jump okay, into okay, ghost stories. Okay. okay, but wait. Yeah. Uh, to set the context, because yet uh okay, there was another episode mm-hmm. uh, where uh Wesley and uh, Sufian Sufian. came on. They did mention that you know the art house is quite well known to have supernatural yes. activity. Supposedly, yeah. supposedly. Okay. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Supposedly, supposedly, supposedly. So yeah, and I do know, I do know that people from the theater, they they are also superstitious like the people from film and TV. Mm. Because yes, there's yes. certain things that you cannot do. Yeah, yeah. So, that's true, that's true. So maybe yeah. you want to share with us the experience. No, no, but okay. Before I even go there, okay, okay. I think it's important for us to <laughs> preface this conversation. Yes. Like, okay, because, okay, because I do it, I do berhantu alone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no sparring partner whatsoever. So whatever values or whatever beliefs that I have, it's mine and mine alone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm dying to know, like, what are your thoughts about the supernatural? Like, do you believe in it? Have you experienced anything? If there's if there's one incident, I mean, nice. just summarize it lah nice. before we go to my story. Okay, you, you you I'm sure yours is short, so you go ahead first. Oh, okay. Your your your. Oh, mine mine is. Fairly short. Like um, I think okay. I think I can speak on both of our behalf mm-hmm. for this. Where mm-hmm. we're fairly agnostic. It's almost a case of like we're not gonna say it doesn't exist, mm-hmm. but even so, mm. we feel like you know whatever doubts or skepticism we might have, 
it's a case of being respectful. Of course. Because yeah. like, you mm. know, we our, our feeling is that the supernatural ghosts and all this, it's not just superstition. It's like, especially in Southeast Asia, mm. it's so much a part of who we are. Yeah. That, that you almost can't separate it from who we are as Southeast, Southeast Asians. Yeah. So for us, it's a case of respect. Yeah. I think if, if we were to summarize our belief in that sense, that's the word we use, respect. Okay. Mm. Um, I've had weird things happen to me before where like, you know, mm. see strange head shapes floating mm. and everybody just keep quiet because we're like, is it a head shape or is it? Where was this? Um, just tell the story, man. I just tell the story. Uh, it was along Upper Serangoon Road. Kichop, have you, have you shared this story before in this podcast? I cannot for the life of me. I mean, we, we tell a lot, la, but it's okay. okay, yeah. okay, okay we will okay. share with you. Yeah. A summary, summary, summary. Yeah, so basically, all of us are watching football at my friend's place, uh-huh. ground floor. Uh-huh. Behind the TV is a big window into yes. the condo's like back area, which okay. is, even during the day, it's very creepy. Okay. It's like a whole bunch of trees, but then the trees seem to like swallow light. Right, right. And then all of us were watching football and then, almost at the same time, all of us looked up from the TV to the, the window and then we just saw like this. The bobbing head. It's one of those things where like, you're quite certain it's a head, but because of the shadows and everything, it's not like clearly like, can see face on it. Yeah, like, yeah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But all of us just were like, mm. okay. We had one friend whose girlfriend clearly didn't get the memo and then I'm, I'm going to lean back as I do this from the microphone so mm. that I don't clip the audio. She pointed at the head and then went, What's that, ah? Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank- thankfully, nothing happened. Okay. But it was like that's one of maybe a couple of things that have happened right, to right, me personally, right. lah. Okay. But okay. I haven't had as many experiences as he has had. Right. Okay. Your turn. Once one one story that that's what that like made you okay. So so are you be- are you a believer? Uh, if you were to classify me, uh, agnostic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I jump between agnostic and atheism, even okay. though I have uh, experience. So to set the context, I, a lot of our listeners know that I'm the one who has a lot of experiences. Okay, 50% of ghost map stories actually come from me and right. uh, my family. So both me and my sisters, I won't say that we have the third eye, but we have the feeling. Sixth mm. sense Mm-mm. It's like we can feel it when something mm. is very, very off. Okay. Um, um, so... I, there's this one time uh, that really changed my uh, perception. Uh, I have gone through multiple phases in my life where like, you know, I am not spiritual, I am religious not. Mm-hmm. But I was I was raised uh, as a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. But uh, very at a very young age, I already renounced the, the, the religion, mm-hmm. uh, then became an atheist. Mm-hmm. So at that point, when we started Ghost Mats in 2019, uh, we're doing horror stories already. And mm. I was a non-believer. I was straight up like non-believer. I'm not scared on. I say, I always say it like I'm not scared. Mm. But I also have seen stuff at that point of my life. Mm. But uh, it's still like, I think can be explained uh, by science to a certain degree mm. until that one night where I went out drinking with my friends uh, and this particular guy got hammered, like really drunk. Mm. Um, and then we brought him down to uh, like uh Void deck lah. Then we just chilling, three of us, and then out of nowhere, right? Like, if he went from like dead drunk to awake, mm. and then he started like doing some weird dance, and then both of us we were shocked. We were like, "Whoa, what's this?" And I thought he was just being drunk, like being dramatic. And I tried to yeah. stop him. Then he was super strong. 
Then I remember it was like at 12. And in Singapore, right, when you know, like people get drunk, right, sometimes when they make a nuisance, police get involved of and course, they will be thrown course. into jail. Yeah. Like for the night. Yeah. So yeah. we wanted to stop that from happening to my friend. Yeah. And I told, um, and we were like trying to find out how to stop it. Um, and then there was this uncle who was passing by, just random uncle. Like my neighbor, like, I have not seen him before, but he just okay. passed by. And then he looked at my friend and I. And then we, we, I just looked at him and I said, no lah, he's drunk uncle, it's okay, don't worry. Uh, don't call the cops. And then he, he's like, no ah, he's not drunk. Something is inside your friend. Mm-hmm. That's where we knew. Because he started doing poses that uh, supposedly certain entities or certain deities of the Taoist uh, religion yeah. would do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, luckily uh, my other friend who knew a little bit of the the temple uh, religion and then they basically like you know like did the uh, did the prayers and then the spirit went away mm-hmm. uh, and then they called uh, like uh, temple people to actually subdue the spirit mm-hmm. then and there but I remember four of us all men uh, trying to push him down to no avail That's what, that was when my core belief of like sometimes they, they, there's nothing there but now mm-hmm. I'm like sometimes maybe they could be there. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, oh. And then I remember sending him home. I was sitting in front. He was sitting at the back. The, still possessed, right? Oh. I was looking at him. Then I just scold him vulgarities. I say, you leave my friend alone. Then I scold, scold, scold. He just looked at me like in his face, but not with his voice. And he says, <laughs> high pitch. Then I was like, whoa. Then I straight away shut up. <laughs> straight away, just keep quiet. I was like, I, I got no spiritual powers, man. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm nobody. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I just got to keep quiet for the rest of the right now. Right, right, right. And that whole night, I can't sleep. Mm. Yeah. And I think, I believe that this possession thing is still going on to this day. Not, not, not like still possessed, lah. like the spirit has like something, it's a personal thing. Yes, yes, yes. Targeting this friend. Right, right So right. from that day onwards, I was like, yeah. So, yeah, so we believe that, I mean, we, we meaning uh, the Malay Muslim community mm-hmm. or the Muslim community at large, right? Mm. I mean, so then, so then it's very interesting that, we, that we're having this conversation because I grew up Muslim mm. um, and I'm practicing, like, you know? Mm. So, I think the word hantu is, I think, really just um, used quite flagrantly, you know? It's mm. not really hantu as opposed to it, it being a demonic um, mm. manifestation, right? Yeah. Because, yep. because as, as it is with, with um, religions such as like Christianity or Catholicism yeah. or Judaism or, uh, or, or Islam, yeah. if you were to believe in um, God, you would have to believe in the devil, right? Yeah. Because yeah. You, have, you believe in the devil, you believe in its subordinates and its various shapes and forms. So then, and, and all the genes and all that. So, mm. so that is something that is real, and something that we believe because as part of the canon of being a of, of being a Muslim is to believe that there are beings that exist that mm. coexist with you, you know? Mm, yeah. So that has never been a um like a whether it's there or it's not there. For us it's it's always been there. However it yeah. manifests itself, that's a different thing altogether, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but of course but even having said that, even having uh growing up believing that there is um, genes and, and there is the mm. devil and, and all these different uh, manifestations there has been numerous occasions where I even question like I think science can explain it like, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. I, sometimes I think we really just because we grew up believing in something yeah. so mm. that whenever something weird happens we just it's, it's that it's that and yeah. we just re- simply refuse to just open our minds and go like it, maybe it's just your brain just tired 
yeah. or like playing tricks on you because it, it does happen and our brain is a very powerful thing um yeah. Yeah. you know and and there's been many cases whereby people suddenly possess superhuman strength mm. because yeah. they get to tap into that you know yeah. Yeah. part of their of their brains yeah. um so that is really possible you know of course um so how i deal with it is I go in tandem lah, you know. Um, mm. I take it at face value lah, right? Mm. Like, like, like you guys, I take, it, I take it at face values. If there really is no way for me to explain it, then then I take it for what it is, you know. Yeah. If, yeah. Um, but if there's a way for me to rationalize it and say, no lah, maybe. And sometimes yeah. I do it because I do not want to scare myself, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, right? Because yeah. you do not want to scare yourself and yeah. you do not want to be that person and be like, everything also say it's it's, it's because of of of, yeah. of something, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I just say maybe it's just me being tired, and and I've never, oh, I wouldn't say I've never, I've I've experienced some things before, lah, you know, personally. Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know where to start. Maybe you start like why you want to. Oh, why I want to do? Okay, why you want to do berhantu? Why you want to tell <laughs> okay. more stories? Okay, now, um, like I said, the market is saturated with yeah, ghost yeah. Uh, yeah. podcasts. Yep. Um, Besides me, I can think of at least three other podcasts yep. in Malay. Ah, we're not talking. Mm. We're not talking about out of the Malay language. Okay, yeah. in Malay, there's really three yeah. or four of us doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, of course, in different angles. You know, yeah. um, there's one that was doing it on a on a religious perspective. Mm. You know, and then there's one that's doing it purely um, because he, I think. It's it's just like an experience, uh, like an experiential kind of of sharing. And then there's one. Um, I don't know whether you know uh, Malam Seram. Yeah, yep, right? So, so Casey, right? Yeah. So Casey from from a radio show. He does that. So he's very smart because he uses a lot of soundscapes and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I think the appeal of Berhantu is that it's very raw. Yeah. Mm. It's just me and my voice. There's nothing. Is if you hear squealing or you hear whatever, I don't know where where, where it's coming from. It's probably <laughs> it's probably your brain playing tricks on you, lah. Because <laughs> I do it in my in my bedroom as well. Um, and the stories are shared verbatim, lah. You know, and mm. it's very like short bite-sized stories. You know, I think my episodes generally about. 15 to at, at most is at most if it's a really <laughs> solid story half an hour but usually I'm like 20 minutes I'm done yep. it's a scheduling thing I'm like yeah. I cannot yeah, like, oh. <laughs> and then I have to do like many episodes right so mm. I also play smart like okay fine maybe instead of compiling three stories into one episode I have three episodes of three short stories so it's a very mm. bite-sized information mm. um, but the reason why I wanted to do it was because number one to be really honest I'm, I was I was out of ideas or content really out of ideas because um, Zohairi and I we've been doing Lepak One Corner for like I think since 2013 2014 so it's almost been a decade of like content creation So there's only so many things you can talk about, um, and 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 right now um, we used to do very thematic videos like okay like things you shouldn't like things that happen during Hari Raya whatever mm. blah 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 all those kind of things, and then it came to a point where like I don't want to talk about that anymore. Let's do parodies mm. of anything that happened. So mm. nowadays we're just we're just like waiting. Okay, we just wait for someone to do something stupid. <laughs> so that's content for us, like you know, yes, yes, come to that. Um, but of course, having said that, we've also diversified ourselves as actors, both on stage uh, mm. and, and on TV. So, so Heidi is busy doing that. I'm busy doing this. I teach and all that, blah blah blah. And then when it comes to building the podcast, we're like, okay, what else can we do? So we, we've decided to diversify even within the comedy podcast. Okay, maybe mm. we do like an improv sketch show. So we've been doing that, and then we do where we talk about um, current issues. Mm. Okay, and then we talk about relationship issues, but with uh, a, a funny 
uh, side to it. And then there was just one point of time where I just look at Zodi. I'm like, oh, what else? What else? <laughs> like we're on we're we're on TikTok. Like God forbid that we have to do something you know controversial just to get likes. But what 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 else do we do? So then he just said, I don't know. He just said, I don't know. So I said, okay, fine. But then on the, at the back of my head, I'm like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I know that people love ghost stories, right? Yeah. Because horror stories, they transcend through demographics and yeah. age groups, you know? So everyone loves a good horror story. Yeah. And then of course, bearing in mind at the point of time, there are people who's really doing that, you know, mm-hmm. for, for, for so long. Yeah. So I don't want to be that person that will get, um, uh, what, what do you call that? When you get compared to, you know, Why are you doing this? Oh, you're just trying to follow following the footsteps, blah, blah blah blah. So it really all just started from me just sharing. So I said, okay, you know what? I, I haven't even called Ibrahim to yet. I said I'm going to record this episode alone. I'm just going to share the story of how my mom got possessed mm. because it, it, it has happened like a few times in my life. So I think I want to share it, you know. And mm. I seek permission from my mom. Can I share your story? And just like okay, fine, whatever. So I did, and then. And I, just, I, I remember receiving a lot of DMs and say, hey, do you have more ghost stories? I really enjoyed that episode. So then starting from my mom, then I moved on to uh, experiences of friends, you know, growing mm-hmm. up and, and they tell me these stories and and I felt like, okay, like, maybe I should, I should share these stories. And I did. And it just snowballed from there mm. to the point where random people are sending me emails, random people are sending me text messages, random people wanting to meet me. Um, and that was about Uh, almost two years ago, and then mm. now it is just what it is. So now it's really just really like a sharing of people's stories, lah. You know, yeah. um, whether or not it's true or false. Uh, like I said, I always take it at face value. Yeah. But sometimes when you skim through emails, you yeah. know when yeah. it's like yeah. this, this person is trying to yeah. take me for a ride. So I don't. And I've also stopped seeing people um, face to face because mm. okay, okay, we'll start with this story. Okay, okay. Now the reason why I stopped. Meeting people face to face is because um, there's good people and there's bad people, yeah. right? Mm. And they and they have a lot of different intents, right? So I remember receiving this uh, this email from someone. Hey, I, I'm not usually on email. Can you text me on this number? Stupid. Can go and text on the number. So now he has my number, right? So I text, hey, I'm Hafiz. Um, do you want to share a story? He said, yeah, because I know that you actually sometimes go to people's houses. So, so the, the 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 house visits is usually visits for acquaintances and friends of friends who mm. I know, you know. Yeah, yeah. So they share stories. So this is the first time I'm seeing a stranger, right? A total stranger online. I'm not very bright, lah. But okay, lah. No, no, no. I had to, I had to uh, do it. So I said, um, I'll meet you at your place. And he says, Yeah, I want you to meet me at my place. This is my address. I said, Okay, fine. So I remember getting a text. Saying that um, I live here, here, here. Okay, so I said I'll come at this date at this timing. So when I was at the car park, I said, "Hey, um, it's not a multi-story car park. Like it's one of those old, old estates with mm. a regular um, open air car park." So I said, "I'm here already." Which level? So this, this is that's the thing. He never told me his unit number because I just thought that, you know. So I'm here already. May I know your unit number? And then he just sent me a text and he said. Let's not do this, cause he said. And he said this in Malay. Um, Kau kena kunci kan? He said, which translates it it um translates to, you have been locked, right? And then he just blocked me, and I'm like, what the hell? Who are you? Because it's so scary. Because like, where the hell are you? So what he meant was, okay, now I do not know about this. Okay, so this whole locking thing has not happened to me 
once it has uh, it happened to me twice the first time i was walking i still remember see now my my ghost bunker going i remember walking um in a shopping center i think it was plaza singapura and a random uncle just came up to me and said the same words you have been locked right so i said what does this mean yeah and then i went back to the point of time when i remember the only time i went through a i wouldn't say a prayer kind of cleansing session but my mother being my mother because she grew up um being possessed and all that right mm. and i think i have i have the answer to why your your friend always get possessed because that that that's a that's a reason for it mm. um so i remember i was going to ns okay mm. so this was e- Eons ago, okay. So um, my NS, I was posted to school two. So school two was in Ladang, in Tekong. If you, if you guys know, mm. it's in Rocky Hill. So mm. Rocky Hill used to be the old suspect. Yeah. So Rocky Hill is like about five kilometers away from Ladang. You have to take the the Phaeton, go all the way. Mm. So it's only, there's only three companies there: uh, Yankee, Zulu, and Quebec. I was in Yankee, and then uh, Rocky Hill. Uh, so it's just vegetation all, all around, right? So I think my mom got very paranoid. So she said, mm. "Hey, why don't we go and see an uncle who apparently is." Um, very well versed in all these things, and he didn't do anything. He just asked me to sit down, and then he used his hands to go around my back, and he said some prayers, and then he gave me water to drink, um, like a one point five liter bottle uh, to to bathe in, and a five hundred milliliters water to just drink, hmm. and that was it. So I didn't think anything about it at all, because my mom just said it's not to protect you; it's just to give you semangat, to give you. Um, Um, the greed, I guess, to mm. to 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 withstand whatever that you're gonna be experiencing yeah. in 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 Rocky Hill, which I never experienced anything, thankfully. Um, and then she said, um, so that's it. So that was the only thing I remembered. But then years ago, I get this um, this random people going that you've been locked, mm-hmm. so it means they cannot penetrate through me. Oh, something like that. Mm. To that to that effect. So when I received that text, I was like, oh, means he's trying to. Be funny lah, you know. Like, why would he say something like that? You know, uh, you've been locked. So I, I made a conscientious effort to not see someone face to face because of that very bad experience. Because mm. I dodged the bullet there. Imagine if I were to meet him. Yeah. So like, I don't know what what might might yeah. might follow me home. So that was just like quite creepy lah. You know, the Did, fact that he would say something like that. But like your your gut feeling telling was telling you like maybe he was trying to cast a spirit on you or like black magic I right? mean even if he wasn't why would he say something like that yeah that's so I weird I mean to say things like that it means that you know what you are doing and yeah. your intent is not to see me but because to know whether yeah you know the, but, un- the uncle at Plaza Singh that uh, happened before we are uh, before before also oh but yeah. maybe the uncle so is just random. is just like telling oh. you that you you have this ability probably but it's Lock maybe maybe lock lock for protection yeah, yeah maybe maybe no, that's, that's that's good I, I see why your hair standing now lah yeah 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 oh. I mean you know, if you're walking around the street and someone hey you got protection right then you'll be like I mean bro <laughs> how did you know this about me it's it it's a nice thing to hear but also at the same time quite creepy the, yeah. the fact the fact that the yeah. fact that they know yeah oh. but so, what, when was this like the 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 random listener that about a year back ah. Uh. A year back, quite quite recent. A year back, uh, and then okay. and then and then I got really freaked out because I'm like, shit, he can see me, you mm. know. So I just quickly got into my car and I'm like, I just quickly drove off. At night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I'm like, 
Oh, you know, okay. and, and and you know the open car park, right? So yeah, it's like yeah. you are you are sandwiched with three window, uh, three uh, blocks yep. of just kitchen windows, right? Oh. And you do not know who is so just looking at you from wherever. Don't know how many people watching you at that yeah. point. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so I mean so now now y'all know right like our listeners. That's why when you ask us to meet up to tell ghost stories, right? We usually will tell you very politely no because of things like that. We know that these kind of things they do happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like so it's, it's, really, it's really creepy. Creepy, 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 creepy. Oh, I creepy. mean, it's bo- both on the supernatural aspect and also on the human yeah. human aspect. It's like, you wouldn't expect someone they're, they're to do evil that. People, yeah. and, and, and doing this podcast also made me realize just how rampant uh, black magic really is, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, you would think that Mm. Our parents tell us as we're growing up, you know, we, 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 they've gone through black magic and all that, and you're like, oh, it's a thing of the past. You mm. know, people will probably practice it. You'd be surprised, man. Like, you know, people sell talismans and amulets um, and spirits I, I, on carousel. No, yeah. The fact that people do that. No, but like, like just, I mean, I'm not going to name names, lah, but like the occult recently has been very popular. Like, mm. there's some people opening shops, selling occult stuff. In certain shop later off camera, I will tell you lah who. Yeah, it, very famous one, very famous. Yeah. Recently, very famous yeah. like like influencer level famous, that kind of level. Like <laughs> so, what influencer and endorse them? No, like the person is an influencer, like witchcraft. We're talking about your because it is <laughs> fundamental. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. 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 Later, I share with you. It, it, oh, it no. came out in the news lah. Like it's it's quite people. I I feel like. It's even more rampant now because people find it cool. Uh. They watch like Sabrina, the, the, the witch. Then they're like, oh, this one is like true, cool. True. That's westernized. I didn't, I didn't know about this until yesterday or so. Yeah. And then now, now there's a, like there's a huge number of like new age medicine. You yeah. Know? yeah. And then there's people. Wicca lah, Wicca. People, uh, Wicca paganism. People who, who address themselves as witches. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. saw this video and I'm like, how does one get to the point where you can consider yourself I don't know. We, we have friends who do, who do that as well. Yeah. You know, um, but then, okay, I mean that, okay, because some of us are gifted, right? Yeah, yeah um, I mean, that, that, that is, is, is of course the way, the way to go. But like, what is, for lack of a better term, what is powering you to do your work? Yeah, mm. you know where yeah. is that source coming from? I think that's the most important thing. You know, yeah. and and yeah. yeah. So as a Muslim, I always believe that <laughs> it's an evil thing, ah. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, yeah. because how do you get to know someone's life? You know, um, someone's like so. Okay, so I, I'll um, there's there's one incident where I saw this video. Um, and it was it was a regular video. Um, it was on TLC. It was called mm. uh, this 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 lady, Teresa Caputo. She is a medium, mm. so she goes around telling people um, about oh I have a message from a departed person, mm. and he's telling or he she's telling me this 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 this, and then the person goes, okay, why are you knowing? Why do you know all these things? I think it episode because I'm more it's reality TV, so yeah. nothing is real in reality TV. Yeah. Probably they already know it's alpha acting, but um, someone. A family member, so a family member said, you do know that the one that's whispering to the ear is the gene, right? Mm. Then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's not a dead person. It's a gene telling her all these things. Yeah, because yeah. only the gene is able to go into someone's life and all that. Because, yeah. I mean, as Muslims, we believe that the living world and the world that's hereafter never collides, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. There's no way you can talk to someone who's dead. Mm. You know, the only, the only time that it, that happens is that if a gene manifests itself to become a loved one, you know, so. Or you use 
dark powers lah to, to reach you. beyond lah. Mm. Yeah. I mean yeah. that's that's quite prevalent in 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 different religion as well. Like yeah. uh I, I've always believed that you know you don't open Pandora's box because yeah. you never know what you will find. True. <laughs> it's True. quite it's quite scary, uh. Very. Yeah. Very, I, I, very. I mean I've I've been to you know I've I've seen medium work at before and then you can tell right like it's it's very creepy. Mm. Like even though it's in a brightly lit temple and then the guy will close his eyes and he's like Almost hearing someone like, mm. mm-hmm. then he will just start telling you stuff. Then you're like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. I was, I like, I think I can't remember what I've told the story before. And um, because I used to, me and my sister-in-law used to do a tattoo magazine. Mm-hmm. And at one point, um, there was a monk. I can't remember what the actual is it Buddhism, the Sakyan uh, Thai Buddhism, Thai la. Buddhism. Yeah. yeah. So he was visiting Singapore, and he had an appointment with like I think one or two customers. Mm-hmm. And so he was doing the the tattoo itself. Mm. So for me, at the start when he started doing it, I was just mostly fascinated, lah, because mm. like you know it was the, on someone else, lah. On someone yeah. else, so it's the it's documenting the, it, lah. Okay, yeah, okay. it was the it was the the the, the, the process, the memo pool, yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly. It was mostly like a process kind of thing for me. It's like wow, the way he does it, like damn nice and everything. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he started chanting. Oh and then no! He, as he was chanting, like he was touching the guy, and you can see the guy is like shaking. Oh. And that's when I started to get freaked out. Yeah. So yeah. after that, I think it was either um, the 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 monk himself or the liaison for the monk turned to me and went, you want to get out? And I was like, no, yeah. no, oh, oh no, yeah. not at all. Correct, correct, correct. And exactly yeah. that, it was like broad daylight. Mm. But in that moment, you're like, I don't know. Like my understanding is that it's for good. It's for protection and everything. Yeah. But it's still... Very yeah. frightening. No, actually, is is uh, because I'm half Thai, so mm. like I I do know. I did ask my mum about this. Mm. Then this kind of tattoo, they are not supposed to be commercialized. Ah, mm. it's select people that yeah. can have it. But you know, like when money can be made, yeah. commercializations happen. Then you have Ang Mo's doing it as well. Yeah, because kind of loses. It, I think it all started when Angelina Jolie came into the scene. <laughs> yep. right? Yeah, right. lost his meaning, lah. Yeah, yeah, the moment like everyone saw like. Yeah, what I mean, that? maybe she got chosen by the monk. The monk's like, probably, oh, you, probably. you, you, you need this protection. I don't yeah. know, but like, it has become like, oh, you can pay for this because certain things shouldn't be paid, right? Yeah. And it's protection, and there is certain like certain tattoos. Uh, I, I'm not an expert about it, but I did read up about it for a little bit. There's certain things you cannot do. Mm. Like there's like eight. Apparently, there's like eight rules. When you get it, you cannot break the eight rules. If not, oh. you will be you have like bad luck for a long time. Oh no. Now I'm extra happy I did not get that tattoo. Yeah. It's, it's painful. Uh. It's also well, very painful. Also uh. It's not yeah. the tattoo machine. Eh. It's like the, yeah. the no, no, needle no. one. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super painful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah, you can actually imbue something tattoos. Huh? Yes. Mm. Yes. Susu. Uh. Uh, something like something. <laughs> susu, uh, yeah. Which is, which, which, which also coincides with scientific uh, mm. things because apparently you can see the susu needles in x-ray. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't know this. A friend who's a nurse said that, do you know that if you have suso, we can see it in the x-ray. But the needles is inside. La. Yeah. But how do you- But they don't, they don't feel it. Feel it. Oh my God. So it's really like really small pieces and there's different types of suso. There's like, apparently there's like the one in silver, the one in bronze. Mm. There's one that made out of diamonds apparently. Suso bullion. So I do not know what they do. I mean, of course, it's, it's been worshipped, you know, mm. and, and it's been imbued by something. So they put it in under, underneath the skin of your body or your face or whatever, um, mm. for whatever reason, like, you know, maybe for, for success or to be mm. to have confidence, you know, to be able to walk mm. into a room and have everyone look at you. Wow. Um, yeah, and, and it's more it's more like 
rampant than, 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 than I think it is. So coincidentally, I mean, I, not coincidentally, ironically, my, 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 my friend said that you'd be surprised at how many um, non-Malay uh, ladies have it in their face. Mm. Like, you know, very unassuming, yeah. go and go for like a, a, like a teeth, um, a teeth kind of x-ray mm. and then you can see on, on the cheeks like needles and all that. So doctors call it charm needles. Lah. Even doctors like say, yeah, it's a charm needle. There's nothing they can do about it. Lah. They don't remove also, right? Yeah, they say But that, is it for life? I don't know. I don't know. They say that the only person that can take it out is the person who put it in. Mm. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, and if you want to take it out, you can, but there's a very rigorous set of things that you need to do. Oh, I, yeah. I, I I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But uh, there's also like the pantang, lah, like the, 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 mm. seven, the, the things that you cannot do. Mm. Yeah, I had a friend who has a susu, um, and I didn't know. Because wow. he said, can we don't walk underneath <laughs> um, the bamboo poles? I said, why? He just refused to do it. It's like, and he said, Singapore make a lot of shelter where you all don't walk under shelter. Like, okay, <laughs> okay, fair you point. Know, fair point. So then after a while, but because we, then we got really close and I'm like, no, what, what actually is the thing? And he just said, because I have it. And one of the things is not to walk underneath a bamboo pole filled with, I mean, hanged with underwear. So you cannot go. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And he, <laughs> uh, I remembered him um, being very angry at us forcing him to eat a banana, <laughs> like open a banana and just eat it like that. Cannot, he says, I have to peel it and eat it. Oh. Yeah, and I eat satay. They say he cannot eat satay like from the thing. So he's one of those people who has to like take out the thing and then dip it in the and gravy eat like and eat it. Huh. I'm like, okay why? La. Ah? Okay lah. I said, cannot, I, I, the, just, I, just, I just want to be careful. I said, oh, okay. The, the rules are not that hard to follow. La. Yeah, quite okay <laughs> lah. <laughs> if, if the rules were like, oh, you can't uh, go under the rain. Oh my God. Oh, terrible. Very interesting rules though. Very interesting. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's very specific though. Yeah. 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 I, w- I would not have gone in that direction. Like, right. hmm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, think we, I think we've straight the, off where we nah, were. That, no, it, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. Like, so the, the story about my, about my, my mother, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will go back to that. The story about my, about my mother. Why I decided to, to share with it is because um, on a personal level, I've experienced seeing my mother gotten possessed and uh, they say that if you get possessed, there is a hole in your body. It's, it's, it's mm. a very, mm. it's yeah. a very, um, yeah, so it's like, it's like a hole in your body, which means that spirits can enter in mm. and out. So those of you who have gotten possessed before, um, it's very easy for you to get possessed again yeah. because you've been uh, marked. Like you have the door. Like you have the door, yeah. yeah. So there's a reason why people get possessed like know, more than yeah. once. Confirm more than once. Huh? Yeah, confirm, confirm. So I, I grew up listening to stories of my mother being possessed when she was a young girl. I have never experienced it until one day when it happened in front of my eyes. I still remember. Um, but I was very, it was very late into my life when I found out that that she was able to be possessed again because it was a story yeah. that I heard as, as a young kid before she was married, right? Yeah. So I remember this very one incident. Okay, let's start the story. So I was in NS. Um, I got into an accident, all right? So I, I had a, a tibial fracture on my mm. knee. So I was on two months MC, yay. Every NSF's <laughs> dream is to get any MC. form of MC away from hell that is Tekong, right? I mean, no, 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 not Tekong. I really finished, I really finished. So I was going to go to unit uh, um, and, then, and then I got that. Rest lah, rest lah. Rest yeah, la. rest lah for two months. And then, so I was on cars. I just remember, I just remember I was on that cars. Um, I was I was bed bound um, and everyone was at work. Hmm. And it was just my mother. The night before she said, um, 
she wanted to because my mom has a, has a habit of putting the laundry in the middle of the night mm. because for her it's like in the morning when we wake up the clothes are dry I can mm. bring it back in so I don't have to worry about rain or whatsoever when I'm at work my mind's at peace so she does her laundry in the middle of the night mm. like 10, 11 o'clock right mm. so the, the, the clothes have a good 8 hours to 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 be um, dried up and mm. then in the morning before she goes to work she gets everything back into the house mm. um, everything was normal so she she had a She she had a um, another laundry session, but this time round, I remember because I was in the living room, and I heard her talking. So she was talking. So I said, "Who is she talking? She can't be talking on the phone, what?" And then she came in and she was doing her stuff. So she was alone outside, and uh, we were staying at my uncle's house at the one of time in, um, in the northern part of Singapore. Mm. So, so, um, so the way of the house is, uh, it's one of those houses where. Your corridor and my corridor meets, mm-hmm. and then at the side is the staircase. So there's mm. a small space at the side where you can do your stuff, like you can do your, your gardening, whatever. Yeah. So my uncle puts a laundry stand there where you can do all your laundry. Mm. So that's where the staircase is, and then I just remembered her like talking and talking and then laughing and all that. I didn't think much about it because I thought she was just talking, talking to a neighbor, whatever. Mm. That's it. Come back to the next day. The next day in the morning, um, my brother woke me up and said. I think there's something wrong with Mama. I said, "What happened? I I don't know what's happening. She can't talk. She needs to, she needs you to call the office to tell them that she cannot go to work." I'm like, "Then where are you going?" She said, "I'm going to work." I'm like, "You guys love to put me in this spot." So I'm with my crutches and I'm looking at her and she's just on the floor doing this. That just like body just going all over. And I said, "What's wrong?" And she said, "I think she was in the midst of getting worse. She, she just went call work mm. sick." She was just talking in words, you know. Mm. I said, "Huh, call work sick." So I, I have, I have, uh, I know her her office number. So I called the office. I said, "I'm sorry, my mother can't go to work." And of course, the supervisor said, "Why?" I said, "She's not feeling well. Cannot talk to her." And I'm like, "No, you can't talk to her. She's in the midst of a possession." <laughs> How do I say this to a supervisor, right? So I'm like, "She can't be on the phone right now." I think, mm. I think, um, I will. Uh, she will get MC. She will get MC. Okay. And then the, the, the supervisor says, "No, no, no. I want to talk to her. I just want to ask her what, what's happening." I said, "She can't talk right now." Mm. And I'm like, I just feel like telling her like she's being possessed by a demon. Mm. But I didn't say that lah. Like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. She's gonna go and see the doctor. I'll see to it. Okay, she she's not in the state to, to talk right now. Yeah. So then the supervisor, okay, fine, whatever. So then I'm looking at her and I'm like, what is happening? She started and she started smiling, and she said, give her food. And I'm like, give who food? I said, and she said, and all this this happened in Malaysia. I'm translating to you mm. in English, ah. Huh? Give the old lady at the staircase food. She wants food. She's asking for food, and I'm like, which old lady is outside? She said she's at the staircase. She's dressed, and my mom was very specific about it. She's dressed in shambles. She needs cloth. She needs uh, tobacco. She needs um, uh, pulut. She needs glutinous rice. Very specific things. Mm. And she needs all these things. She said you need to get her for that. And I'm like, I'm not getting to. So I said, okay, I don't know what's happening. So I called my father. I said, you need to get get back home. Something is not right. Mm. And my mother, my mother was just doing this. So okay. So one thing about my mother is that when she gets possessed, her hands will go like this. So like, you mean like, closer? Yeah, open your open close. I don't know okay. what's what's happening. And then after that, I said something is wrong. So my father went back home, and then we took, we took a grab, we took a grab to to, to imagine that we actually took a grab. <laughs> it wasn't a grab then; it was it was a taxi lah. This was this happened like a few years ago. So we took a taxi, and I think the uncle that was driving the taxi was like, 
what kind of messed up family is this? Because yeah. my father is doing this to my mother, and my mother is just like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Where are you, where are you sending me? You're sending me to a bad man, bad man, right? Because she knows that we're going to to my uncle's house, another uncle who who's who's able to 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 do this um, exorcism. Hmm. It's like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And I'm and I'm in front with my crutches, and I'm like, oh, she, <laughs> I, she better not kick me like in the process, okay? So then we went. So I remembered we went, and I was on my crutches. My father had to hold her, and we were at the door. So my uncle opened the door. My uncle said, "Hey." So my mom's name is Wati. Hey, Wati, you are here. And she just screamed at like two in the afternoon. Thankfully, it was two in the afternoon because mm. there wasn't anyone. It's like you're a bad man. You're a bad man. I don't want to come to your house. You're a bad man. And then the uncle's like, "Oh, why? What's happening? Come, come, come!" And she started screaming. So we had to force her into the house. Um, and so my my uncle was doing this whole possession, and it took two hours. It was you know, it, it took it took longer, it took longer because I remembered that it it. Ended only at around seven o'clock, so what three four hours, mm. um, and it's not how you imagine like was uh, exorcism to be in like movies. There's no thunder, there's no lightning, there's no <laughs> nothing, nothing of that sort. It's very chill. But the only thing I can tell you is that you can really, even as someone who's not attuned to my sixth sense, you can feel that something is not right mm. because I was sitting at the door, out by the door. Um, the sofa, and then the door was open, and my mom was inside the house. They were doing this stuff, so my uncle said, "Oh, it's not one; it's like a family of seven. Holy so, crap! Um, say a prayer, get up one, the other one come in. The other one. So they take like relay lah, marathon relay. Holy crap! And then my uncle said, uh, "Just pray, just pray, okay. If not, you will get possessed." I'm like, "Why would you say that to me? Like, please pray, pray, pray in in case you get possessed." And I'm like, "You're saying that to me." I'm like, oh, what's happening? And then he just said, um, this, "This thing is going through the door, going mm. out, in and out." And I must tell you guys, like, like I said, I'm not in tune with my sixth sense, right? Like Carl is, but you really feel, you really feel a presence outside mm. the door. Yeah, it's like, and it's 2 p.m. in the afternoon. You know, it's really bright, but the house feels very dark. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah. What is like, it's, it's quite messed up. The fact like, I, I don't I never want to go through that feeling again. That the feeling of that, I know something is outside. You can't see anything. There's no one outside. But it's just that sense like something is outside by the door. Something is outside by the door. And then because I'm a, I'm, I'm the kind of person like I want to see. So, just, so I was <laughs> oh, just God. staring. No, no, because it's like for me it's like if I see it, I know it. Then I know how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's fair the, enough. It's the uncertainty that gets me crazy. Yeah. Okay. It's the not knowing that gets me crazy. Yeah. If I know it, if I see it, then I'm like okay, fine, hmm. right. If I pay or whatever, at least fair. It's, it's a good payoff. I, yeah. I, 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 I see, right? <laughs> so I'm just staring and I'm like praying. I'm, I'm like, you know, mumbling prayers under my breath and I'm looking and I'm like, there's nothing. But then I'm like, wow, this is really quite insane because I can really feel something. And then the last part before, I still remember the last part before that thing left, that thing made an agreement saying that, okay, I will leave the body and I will go again. Here's something. So my mom went hand outstretched, gave, gave like something to my uncle and my uncle took it and he, he, he put it Inside, um, in his hands or in a cloth, I don't remember. And he said, "They need to throw it somewhere." And that was the only thing that, I, and that was the only thing I remembered. And when my mom was being possessed, I remembered taking a peek at her face, and I know exactly what you're talking about. When you see your friend, and you know it's your friend, but you know it's not your friend. Yeah. You know, it's like you know it's your mother. Physically, you know it's your mother. Mm. Yeah. But if you look closely. My mom's eyes becomes like almost very glassy, like mm. yeah. there's like a sheen to the eyes, and I kid you not, because I'm her son and I know my mom very well and then I've seen her face a million times, 
but at that day when I saw the when I saw her face, it's a face of a man. Mm. It's really a face of a man. Yeah. So when I look at my mother, I'm like, yeah, that's not my mother. Like yeah. you know, you know, like first yeah. glance is your mother, but when you really stare at your mother, you're like, yeah. no, that's not my mother. Yeah. So you can really see the manifest, um, even physically. Yeah. So, so that was it. That was it. That was done. And then another incident was when it happened at the wedding. Out of all places, Malay wedding, boy, that wedding, a lot of people. So again, the same thing. Okay, so what happened was, so what happened was, apparently someone wanted to send something to the bride and the groom. Kacau lah, kacau lah, trying to be funny. Just nice, unlucky. My mom's VC was just there, so that thing kena my mom. And because my mom has that, remember that hole mm. where they can go through. So she just went. Like that, she just said something's gonna happen. Like the fact that she can preempt me, say something's gonna happen. I I don't feel good. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Where is where is where is uh, all my sons? She said that. I'm like, we're all here. And then I remembered because um, my cousin, who's the one who's the bride, was getting married. Mm-hmm. I have asked me to be you know like how like Chinese weddings and like Malay weddings they always have like oh got the gantry mm, yeah. to do whatever, yeah, yeah. Right? so I was being asked to do that and I remember being at the wedding dais at the other side of the HGV block and across me I can see my mother she has started to do like sea light and I'm mm. like oh no oh no yeah, oh no oh no. Oh, no oh no oh no and then I just quickly did the whole thing and I went there And she just started screaming. She just started screaming. Uh, tanya dia kenapa dia datang. Like ask, ask him why did he come. And I'm like, who is this person that you're asking to come? And he was just pointing to a direction, and she was just doing silat. Um, <laughs> and you know how messed up people are nowadays. Like people always record something. Yeah. Like, I don't oh. want my mother to be yeah, in yeah. social media. That woman who, you know, something yeah. like, oh no, no, I have to remove her away. I have to remove her. So I told my brother, I said, let's just carry her. So like the four of us. Mm. Carried her across the kapak into my my um, my uncle's house, um, and we did another session of um, exorcism of sorts, lah. You know, mm. just to get it out of the body. But I remembered that being very vivid because she was lucid before she got possessed, mm. and she said something something going try trying to enter my body, and then she did she did that thing, you know. So that was like my my clear sign. Um, yeah. And apparently these things don't leave you alone because they say that they will leave you. Um, in Islam, we believe that the devil is a trickster, mm. right? So they will trick you into thinking whatever. But so don't believe them, right? They're the biggest yeah. tricksters. Yeah. Um, so then, me being me, I try to rationalize. Oh, my mom's just maybe bipolar, mm. or my mom's just having a psychosis, mm. or my mom is having depression, and this is just her manifesting her depression. Yeah. Um, and we want, and and we did seek professional help, you know. Um, and then my 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 the, the the therapist I said, there's nothing wrong with your mother. I can't give a diagnosis because she's responding to everything well. Um, but the therapist is is is, is Malay line, and then mm. the therapist just said, I don't know lah. Like, I I don't want to. Maybe you should just seek help for something else. I just went like. Thanks. That's $180 dollars <laughs> gone. <laughs> when, when I could have just, you know, you know, use that money to whatever. Okay. Anyways, but, but, but whatever lah. So, anyways, um, yeah. So my 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 mother would have episodes, like after she gets possessed and then she gets and then the the, the spirits get um eradicated away from her body, for about a week or so, she'll be like alone and she'll be washing her dishes and she'll be like, stop talking to me. 
And I'm like, who is she talking to? Oh, and whenever I ask her what's happening, she said, oh no, this thing is just trying to get into my body. And I'm like, huh, really? Ah? So the reason why I also say that maybe it's psychosis, maybe it's maybe she's bipolar whatsoever, is because this thing will always come to her when she's sad. Mm. You know, when she's feeling down. Mm. And and the thing that this thing will always tell her is that, oh, you are sad. Shall we go to level 12? Oh, shit. It's like, are you sad? Shall we go to the beach? There's a lot of water there. Let's go for a swim. So then my my mind is going like, oh, it's... You know how we talk about inner demons? Mm. It's a psychological thing, right? Mm. When you're feeling depressed and you hear voices in your head yep. telling you to commit suicide. And this is true stories of people who really yeah, commit suicide yeah. because they hear voices in their head and it's scientific. It's not because yeah, of yeah. a spirit whatsoever. So I wanted to rule that out. So I said, you know what? I think my mother is going through some mm. psycho- like psychotic disorder, something like that, mm. you know? Um, because I think prior to that also because my grandmother passed away yeah, she, yeah. she she got through a divorce and all that so maybe all this trauma is manifesting itself and she hasn't had the time to really um you know let go of all that trauma or to really grieve yeah. because she's working and she's and she's raising a family you know mm. so maybe that's the reason why it's taking taking toll on her mm. mental health so i was like okay i was pretty adamant it's like it's it's something that's mm-hmm. mental and the therapist said no it's not it's it's she's I mean, everyone has trauma and everyone's coping mm. very well, you know. Mm. Um, how well we cope depends on on, on our surroundings, you know. Yeah. And and she's she's fine. Mm. You don't have to worry about her. She's fine. She just maybe needs time off from work, you know. And that was what they always said. And she maybe she take unpaid leave for one week, bring mm. on a holiday, you know, let her, let her get her mind off things. And we did that, you know. Mm. But then this is that thing that, that continues to nag me like, oh, then this means it's not science anymore. Lah. Then it's like, you know, yeah. I can't, I can't explain it anymore. I can't quantify it in terms of labels or whatsoever. So mm-hmm. it's just something that's quite sinister at work, lah. You know, um, and that was the the, the thing that, that that I had with 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 my with my mother. You know, trying to navigate that: is it really science or am I just thinking too much about it? You know, and then when I did seek help, professional help, and the answer is no, you are left with nothing but just mm. your belief of. Yes, it's supernatural, lah. You know that mm. it is at work. You know, so then that sort of further solidifies my my belief in that there are things that we it's unexplainable. You know, mm. um, yeah. So that was my, that was that was the thing. Yeah, that must yeah. have been like even more difficult for you. Cause like you like you were saying, yeah. you're, the, you're the kind of person that I want to. Conf- I need to know what. Yeah, it I is. need to know. I need to know what it is because mm. I mean to be able to take control of your problems is to know yeah. what the problem is, lah. You yeah, know, exactly. You need you need to yeah you need to yeah quantify your problems if, yeah. if I if I can make sense of it. So the fact that I couldn't and then yeah lah just just that lah. I want to go back to like the 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 one where you're saying that you you brought your mum in a cap to your uncle. Yeah. So you said that your mum passed something to your uncle. Was it like something physical? No, or? no. It was just it was just, it was just uh, it was just her opening up her hands. And then my my uncle took it, and I'm like, I, I don't I don't know what's happening, you know. But um, yeah. So apparently he, yeah, he he took something out from her. Your, yeah. your uncle can see lah. Um, my uncle because he was like saying there's like seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. So okay, I do not know. Okay, I've never really asked my uncle whether he can see things, but he's the kind of person who's able to s- 
maybe not see physically lah, but see in shapes, mm. in colors, or in in shadows and all that. Mm. He sees that. So interestingly, the daughter uh, is taking he into his footsteps, mm. and the son-in-law oh. also taking into his footsteps of being a healer. Mm. Um, um, mm. And the daughter is not just a regular lady; like she. Okay, so so the thing with me is that you always associate people who are uneducated mm. to be able to do all these things yeah. because mm. you know um, it's 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 a, it's a terrible misconception and yeah. it's, a, it's yep. a terrible yep. thing. But like you don't like I grew up knowing that oh, educated people won't be, educated people won't bother about these things because they're able to mm. s- find signs behind it, right? Mm. Yeah. You know, only people who are not aware of the world of how mm. it goes. Would believe in these things, mm. and you know, and, and we're empowered to do all these things. Yeah, but the daughter is, you know, like smart, you know, <laughs> with degrees and all that, you know. And she just had a calling. She said, mm. "I want to help my father because I also have a gift." And yeah, so I remembered her just when 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 my mom was um in the process of getting um uh, possessed and 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 doing the whole. Um, trying to get out the spirit out of her body, I I noticed her because she was apprentice. Uh, she was being an apprentice to her father, so she mm. was at the side. She was just doing stuff, and I remembered she did something. It was so like, huh? What was happening? So she was saying a prayer, and she was just seated seated across my mother. So so my uncle was behind my mother, just trying to get things out, mm. and she was doing something with her hands, and then she just turned to my mother, and then my mother just like went like <laughs> like that, and she just started vomiting. So I'm like. What is happening? Like, what kind of Chun Li superpowers do you have? <laughs> like, what kind of street fighter shit is this? Like, wow! And she just and she just went like that, and then my mother just went bro, and I just look at her. I'm like, not bad. I'm like, mm. and I was in all. I was like, oh, not bad. Like the yeah. fact that she's able to get a reaction from her. And she didn't even touch my mother. She didn't even touch. She didn't even say anything to my mother. She was just yeah. at the side, just doing stuff. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 Was this the cousin that was getting married? No 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 no, oh. no 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 yeah. But this that's, that's pretty impressive. That, but that, yeah. these things like 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 added detail when when my friend got possessed, right? Mm. Then the temple people came. Then obviously the one who was in charge, he did the exorcism. Right? He said some prayers and then he like who the guy went limp. Yeah, immediately limp. So I always like, wondered mm. like what kind of is it an energy force or is it? I, I, I don't know. know it's probably prayers, probably it, it, like manifesting in energy or something. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, but like, maybe. but that's that. When you see this, oh my god! Yeah. Wow, this is yeah. like some Marvel movie yeah. shit. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I would never, ever, ever mess with your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> no lah, no lah. I mean, she's she's very she's no, but very like, nice. I mean, I'm sure she's very nice, but still, yeah. at the same time, it's like, Whoa. but like, yeah, that's yeah, towards yeah. the spirit, man. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, towards yeah, the yeah. the entity that yeah. you know that is possessing. Yeah, but yeah, actually, I come to notice when people's perception change. Is usually after they witness a possession. Mm. Yeah, because it's in flesh and blood. Like you really yeah. see someone, and then you can you cannot, you can't explain it you away. Can't explain like. it like how right right like. But you but we always okay as Singaporeans we grew up in a multi multi very multi racial multicultural uh, manner. Like I grew up watching, Taipo Sir watching Panguni. Mm. You know, when they stand as like a monkey god, mm. you know, or they 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 stand like that like Lord Ganesha and all that, and I'm like. Mm. Wow, you know, mm. I, I mean, of course, when I was young, it's wow. But when as, as I grow older, I'm like, oh no, to know that what's inside their body yeah. is just you know, 
Um, so yeah, so like, and then and then I've I've been through like uh, Buddhist or oh, no Taoist Taoist temples, you know, where where they get the person to be to sit on a red chair, mm, yeah. and then the the tanki will do stuff, and then they will just start bouncing, and then yeah. they just get into, and they just become monkeys, or they just become a snake, or they became they become deities and all that, mm. and I'm like. It's really fascinating, you know. Uh, yeah. And of course, there's non-believers, lah. You know, I mean, you you can't shake them off. But like, mm. as someone who has seen it in real life, it's very hard to be a non-believer. Yeah, yeah. It's very hard because even if it's not a deity, even if it's not the monkey god, even even if it's not whatever, you know for a fact that there's something supernatural at work. Because yeah. how would you know? Mm. How would someone be able to just do that? Yeah. I do not know lah. Maybe, maybe men. But okay, I have a very interesting story about therapist because we always talk about science versus supernatural, mm. right? Mm. So, I had this experience where, um, in in my in my research of doing of getting stories for Cerita Hantu, the first one, I decided to get stories from three different uh, views: um, a New Age healer, mm. um, a psychiatrist, or a therapist. And a man of religion. Mm. So a man of science, a man of religion, and a man of um, beliefs. Like mm. I wanted to do yeah. to to do it. So I got three stories. So I went to go. I went to see this therapist that I know personally, um, and I asked him. In all your years of being a therapist, and you know how to quantify mental illness and all mm. that, right? Have you had any experience where a, a a patient comes to you, and you just know that? It's it's not mental illness, and he said, "Yup, there's one incident that shook me." So he shared with me this story. I want to share you with, with you this story because it just boggles me. So he said there was this man who came to his um, office, uh, was being referred to from from IMH uh, mm. for psychosis. Um, so one of the one of the things for psychosis is you have illusions of grandeur. Yeah, like mm. you think you're a god or whatever, yeah. right? Um, and this, but he said this man was not. Showing these signs, you know, this man's thing was he's talking to his mother, and his mother has passed away. So his initial assessment of this patient was that the trauma of losing his mother manifested itself to him seeing the mother at the side. Hmm. Because it it happens yeah. when you miss someone so much, when there's trauma, you manifest them. That's your way of coping. So hmm. you see a dead person, you see your dead father, you see your dead mother. Yeah. So he said that was my initial uh, assessment of him. And he just wouldn't stop because he said I saw this guy three or four times, and by the fourth time, I was very frustrated because I couldn't get through it. I would, I couldn't get through him because I would pose the same question throughout. I said, "Where's your mother right now?" Whatever, and he always said, "My mother is with me, beside me, beside me, beside me." In, and he said, "In this office?" He said, "Yes, in this office." So then the therapist said, "In all my years of doing this, I ask, I ask like you know the do's and don'ts. Hmm. So I ask a don't question." I said, okay, fine. Talk to your mother and tell me what she's telling you right now. Hmm. So then the guy said, uh, wait lah. So literally the guy went to the side and looked at my, looked to an empty space and asked the mother, uh, why are you here? Why you why don't you want to go away? Why don't you want me to get well? And I said, um, sorry, my mother is very upset with you right now. She doesn't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. And she doesn't want me to talk. So being a therapist, you're alone in that room, right? Yeah. With, with another patient. So then the therapist just went ahead and asked, "Why is she upset? Why does she? Why doesn't she want you to talk to me?" Ma, ma, kenapa tak nak orang berbangganda in Malay? Ma, why why don't want me to talk to him? And then he looked at the therapist and he said, "You have a baby, right?" 
And he said there's no way <laughs> He said there is no way This bugger would know who I am And my family Because I see him once a week I do not know who he is So he said what does, what does he know like, what, what does she know And then the boy smiled And the boy said You have a young baby girl right Your wife just gave birth, right? And then the therapist just went, Why? And he said, You don't ask me any more questions. If not, my mother will take away your baby. And so he just went, just press the button. Deed! The doors open and he just said, Ask him to leave. So he said, I was shaken. I was like, I would never expect that to happen in my line of work because mm. I deal with mental illness day in and day out. You know, And yeah. I had people... And I've had people have complete meltdowns, you know, thinking they are this and that and this and that. And there's always a scientific explanation to it. But he said for the first time ever in my life, he said, I felt a presence in that room. I know that we were not the only two people in that room. I felt someone standing. Be- oh, okay, okay. Because he said, okay, fine. Now where's your mother now? Behind you. He's behind, yeah, my mother's behind you right now. Hmm. So he just pressed the button. And then the nurses came in. So he said, "Yeah, that was the thing that he said I can never until today. Damn, I do not know who was that man." And he said, and he said "As a professional, I had to put my foot down and said I'm not going to mm. talk to this person anymore." So because I can't give a diagnosis, what right? you know, after yeah. after after four sessions, I can't give a diagnosis. My assessment is just that he's going through trauma. But when he said something about my family member, and there's no way he knows who the hell I am, mm. he said, "You have a baby girl," so I ask. So it's true, I have a baby girl. He said, of course I have a baby girl. I just gave birth, my, my wife just gave birth like six months ago. And I'm like, mind blown. Cool. I'm like, so it's true lah. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh man. Yeah. So then the intersection of science and supernatural cross, you see. They're like, eh, cannot last, yeah. Then like, you, you think to yourself like, mm. interesting. Like, a therapist, eh. Like, he's the yeah. last person you want to hear a ghost story from, you know? If, that's the thing, like, even if, Even if right, like the the best case scenario is lucky guess. Yeah, I still wouldn't want to. I I still wouldn't want to treat that guy. Would la, you roll the dice on it? Exactly, I wouldn't want to roll the dice on it. <laughs> I would not want to roll. Like I just whatever. Like no matter what your thoughts are on that, right? Like yeah. oh, okay, maybe it's a lucky guess or anything. But that just sounds too dangerous to roll dice on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I think also because also because he. He was a new father, lah. Like, yeah. I think, I think I, what in under what no circumstances am I going to take any chances? So he just said, "No, I'm exactly. not doing it anymore." That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. But he said, "I can never forget the, the guy smiling." He just because he's just very like reticent, like don't like don't want to talk and all that. And, then, and he said that before, before that whole incident, he was actually getting quite frustrated because he mm. said, "Why is this doctor?" The thinking is like, "Why is he asking me the same question?" Because the thing with 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 therapists and all that, they will ask you the same questions again and again because they want to yeah. calibrate whether you're saying the truth or not, you know, right? Mm. It's the same as, as like police inspectors asking the same yeah. question again and again and yeah, again yeah. or a lawyer asking you again and again, right? So then he was getting very frustrated because the the, the idea, the truth of him talking to his dead mother is not getting into this therapy. So he was very mm. frustrated. But he said the moment he smiled, it was a smile. He just went like... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Like that. Just just a normal smile. And then I said, you have a young girl, right? And I just went like, nope, 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 not dealing with this today. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, at that point in time, I would have just pressed the red button. Yeah, I would have pressed the button. I wouldn't yeah. have gone any further. Like, okay, yeah. bye. So, so, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. <sighs> a man of science, you yeah. know? A man of science. Yeah. So right now, right, uh, we can go into a few questions okay. from your fans. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. So there's one guy who's asking, did uh-huh. any one of your listeners come up to you to tell you that your stories are right, actually triggered something. Um, yeah. Like like when they listen to your ghost stories then something happened. Yeah. I can't remember um, specifically what happened but there was a lady who said Hafiz, uh, kakak so sorry but kakak cannot yeah. continue listening to your, uh, to your okay. podcast. I said, why? I said, no, it's not that kakak don't want to support but um, something happened when I was listening to your podcast. Uh, his, uh, she said, I, I, I can't remember exactly what because it was quite some time ago. But she said that when she was while she was listening to her podcast, and she says people listen to podcasts at different timings of the of the day. So she's the kind of person who would listen to the podcast while she's doing housework. She said, mm. I was I'm always alone at home because my kids are at school. Uh, mm-hmm. the kids are at school. Husband's at work. I'm a homemaker. I'll be doing my my chores alone, and I'll be um listen to your podcast mm. and there's been occasions where I listen to your podcast and I'll hear running inside my house and then oh. after that I'll just switch off. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, she said run, like, running like running inside the room and I'm like, who's at home? Kak? She's like, kakak tak ada orang kat rumah. There's no one at home. I, I like how you very nicely ask, who's at home? Yeah, yeah, like a stup- like just a silly <laughs> question just to ask like, who's just, at home? Just hoping that like, you know, you, you, you hope, yeah. you know it is, yeah. but you hope yeah. that it's not. Hey, but, but you'll be surprised, you know, when you when you listen to this kind of things, it invites them, you know. Mm. Yeah. That's what they say. I always say this phrase, I, I, you met him and I listened to your podcast when you told his stories, Dennis Chu, right? Mm-hmm. Like he has the radio yeah, show, right? Yeah. Then his tagline is in Mandarin, when you're listening to it, they are also listening mm. to it because they are like, hey, you're talking about me, right? Yeah, yeah, then yeah. they like, they will, they will be around you. Yeah. Which is like, wow, bro, that's, that's like next level creepy, man. You, 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 you've had Dennis Chu on, on the show. Have he talked to you about what happened? No, no, no. He, I, I, he, he, he has not been on our show, okay. but I do listen to, to their podcast. Like, like I said, I yeah, listen yeah. to a lot of he, horror podcasts. If you get, if you manage to get him, 
He Solid. has a lot of stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Especially what happened in the Conti room. I mean, like the the the, the room where they record the radio. I mean, the, it's the, the radio department of Caldecott last time. Mm, yeah. Oh. And now in MediaCorp. Okay, Very so interesting. Yesterday we had guests. Uh, uh, the podcast that's actually hosted by MediaCorp. Uh, mm. True Crime podcast, Stranger Dangers. Our friends from Stranger Dangers. Mm. Right? So one of the producers is actually working at MediaCorp. So she, he did tell us that the Conti room is extremely creepy. Yeah, and especially when they return the equipment. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, being a film student, when we when we were I was studying, then we did do a media corp tour, the original mm. campus, the Caldecott. Caldecott. Mm. Oh, and we went there in the afternoon. Oh, that place was extremely, extremely. <laughs> we went to the radio radio tower okay, so the radio radio, okay, the radio oh tower is very infamous. Yeah. Okay. Now the thing is. Only two officers upstairs, so it's either ninety one point three or ninety eight point seven FM. Mm. The rest, guess what, brother? <laughs> it's in the basement. What the hell? Yep. So literally, you go down the lift, and then there's this long alleyway, right? Yeah. So it's like a polyclinic. Like you wait for the doctor's room, right? But like, <laughs> like literally, like I cannot imagine myself. Like, can you imagine doing a ten to two show, a slot, ten oh. p.m. to two, uh, two a.m., and you go down and you're alone, eh? I mean, yes, there are other DJs in that room, but you are alone in your little- Every DJ in their own room. And it's a long pathway, you yeah. know? So like, if you are at the last door and something happened to you, you gotta run your way out. Ah. Yeah. See, it's madness, ah. Yeah. It's creepy, right? Yeah. Creepy, creepy. When, when yeah. you went, uh, like, there was one, like, this is ages back, and I think it was still at the Caldecott site. Mm. I had to appear on 987. Mm. So when you were like, I was like, okay, what? wasn't that bad? Why am I remembering what, mm. this wrong? Then you went like, Oh, 987 is on top of that. Everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 987 but, is on top. Yeah. yeah but even on the, the, the top ones, there were stories. The yes. fourth floor toilet. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah. So people will go in and then at midnight, they mm. do the midnight shift and then they will hear someone entering the toilet after them. After that, right? Then they will go out that there's no one. Got toilet flush somewhere. You could like urinal flush, that kind of thing. Yeah. But there's no one. Yeah. It's and, creepy. And the urinal flush is not like now. It's the, you the, have to yeah, take the lever. Yeah, yeah, but the 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 basement one there was a photo that was super, went crazy, crazy viral. viral. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw the photo. It's a, this radio DJ. I think uh, one of the Mandarin uh, yeah. radio channel. So she took a someone. Hey, she took a selfie. Then is the it's like the polyclinic doors, the ah, door, yeah, but yeah, they got yeah. glass, got reflection, right? Yeah. Behind her, there was a reflection of a headless woman. Yeah, yeah. Woman, clear woman. as day. Later, yeah, I show you the photo. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's damn on, scary. It's on the internet for you to see. Yeah, yeah. It's clear as day, and you know, you guess what? Guess what? She was wearing uh, pre-war Chinese clothing, traditional Chinese clothing. Yeah. No hate on ah. Yeah. No hate on. But understand ah, Kalika, because Kalika is the whole stretch of road, if you go down, it's really Bukit Brown Cemetery. Yeah. Mm. And so, I mean, I, I think uh, during the war times, they were using it as like, the Japanese Imperial forces were using it as a, like a base or something. Yeah. So yeah, and people have seen Japanese Stuff. soldiers walking around. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the one that creeps me out the most is the props room lah. Oh, the props room yeah. because it's like a it's like an airplane hangar like that, right? Mm. So they just dump everything all there. So if you want to go to the props room, you have to go all the way from the radio to uh, from the main one to the radio, and then there's at the side, right? Yeah. So it's just filled with like wardrobes and furniture mm. and blah blah blah. It's like yeah, it's like IKEA on steroids, ah, but everything but, is there. But ev <laughs> I think most of the thing got entertainment. Because a lot of it is second hand, right? Hand, second yeah. Hand. So they just stop over the years. So there's a lot of yeah. like stuff there. Yeah. And the human to props ratio is like way off. Like way there, off. there's probably like two people there <laughs> working. True. Then there's and they just at the counter. I mean, at, at the door. Yeah. yeah. 
The so, it's beside the big tree. Yeah, yeah the big tree, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I remember seeing that. I was like, Double wow, goosebumps. Interesting. I'm, I'm kind of curious about this big tree because you mentioned it before. So now I now I yeah. I want to see the big tree, but also at but, the same time I don't want to see the big but tree. But it's weird though because the new building, right, supposedly also haunted. Because I have friends who work What's, in Surya telling me that you know we OT a lot. Then uh, always got weird things happen. Where is always. the new building? Uh? Is this it's Stars Avenue? Yeah, it's, oh. it's very nice. It's like this silver building, like oh, super it's, posh. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, in one north lah. One yeah, north, one north, one north. Yeah, but like we're seeing it in all. Yeah. So 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 my next question to you is that I mean obviously you work a lot on mm. TV shows as well. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced anything or heard any like? Supernatural stories. Um, uh, I've I've heard m- numerous stories la, of of things happening back in Caldecott and even in this new, um, Medicup campus. But mm. I've never experienced anything supernatural. Um, but if there is a story that was close to my heart, is because okay, now I'm doing part time radio, mm. right? So mm. my slot is ten to eleven. Oh, very weird. So I'll be there always at night, and then uh, they say be careful because when you park at the car park, there's a flight of stairs oh. that will lead you to Medicup. And he says because the I don't know why I always listen to these stories because I'm I'm, I'm a well, I really it messes up in my head, so it's like a three prong yeah. um, mm. kind of staircase. So he says there's been occasions where people will come and then they will see a head just popping, looking from by the wall, and I'm like I don't need to really listen to this right now, yeah. So like when I finish at 11 o'clock when I go down I always look down I I don't, and I hate sensor. Um, um, sense lights. lights. Yeah, because they really don't work. They don't work. Oh, yeah. so, literally, so, so literally, I go down the flight of stairs in darkness, huh? Yeah. What does the What does the head look like? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't do, want to ask. Do you need to do a shift later? Sorry, I, I didn't ask. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I, I didn't ask. Um, yeah. No, no, cannot, cannot, cannot. But when you usually you do a shift, right? You're alone, right? Uh, with with an hundred percent. Oh, you thankfully, have, like, you thankfully, have yeah, thankfully, yeah. But but there was there was one time. Uh, someone said a story about the lift to the to the to the radio uh, mm. level. The new one or the, the old one? The new one, the new one. They said that. Um, oh, the old one. A lot of stories. Yeah, old so one is obviously old, old one. Like you will hear live, ah, uh, doing live. Uh, it's a live show. Uh, you hear people breathing, or hear people um like muttering some words or mm. singing, and and I've I've had like radio DJ friends who like. Ah, dah biasa lah. Like I'm mm. used to it lah. So sometimes, uh, like for example, because you're alone, right? Midnight mm. grave. So like, I'm uh, midnight grave, midnight shift, mm. graveyard uh, shift. So last time in the in the in the era of CDs, so they always stack up the CDs. And then say, ah, oh, go toilet. So commercial break, go to toilet outside, come in, everything's on the floor. Yeah. Whatever. And then like, oh, who's who's the one doing all this? Um, yeah, so a lot, a lot of a lot of things happening in Caldecott, but the one that happened in this one was a DJ. I'm not gonna mention names. A, a, a radio DJ from um, 8917 um, who said that this person this person saw a girl in the lift. So that, okay, it's, it's it's now it's very big on security. So you have to tap mm. the card. So there's no way for her to be inside the inside the the. Um, lift without a, a, a cut yeah. access. Mm-hmm. She said this this wasn't a staff because I know all the stuff that I've been working there for years. And she saw a lady, and then she went in, and then she went out. Um, the girl didn't uh, the girl didn't go on the same level. So she's like, so he was like, okay, weird. And then someone, uh, another DJ, who was um, going to the toilet, said, "Hey, 
who was that girl? I said, I don't know. Cakap, why is she dressed in white? And like, no, she wasn't dressed in white. The one that I saw was just dressed in normal clothes. I said, nope. She was dressed in a white summer dress and she had long hair. And I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I heard the story. Hmm. Yeah. They were, they were telling it uh, on, on air that the other yeah. day. Yeah, so. Yeah. That lift is, yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know about this. But the thing, thing is that it's such a new building. In a you. relatively new area. Correct. So the ghost moved from Counter Court. La. No, That's the only theory, right? Either that or it's the existing ghost from that, that area. area Maybe, I don't know. Because oh. like- I, were, I didn't know what was it before, before it became medical. Mostly jungle. Forest, forest. Yeah, mm. yeah. we were talking about it. Uh, I, I have a friend who's a producer, like, uh, and back in 2008, mm-hmm. uh, the government had plans. Uh, oh, this area, right? All media. Mm. Media, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's forest. The media, it's then, they call it the media circle. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. they build it up from ground. So it cannot be cemetery. Uh. Then mm. just forest. Uh. Yeah, like, it could be like forest periods, uh, but not so much. Right? Yeah, it cannot yeah, be yeah. like this whole building. Like, correct, it, correct. It seems correct. a bit fast. No, but like, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've talked about this before so uh, Like in, in the forest, just because like it's just forest doesn't mean that yeah, like, yeah, like, things haven't uh, happened yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Things are there. Okay, wow, okay. But like hardcore man, like, yeah. <laughs> but um, like any sad stories, like set on set. Oh, on set stories. Yeah. Um, I didn't experience it, but mm. someone said mm. that this happened to her. Uh, they were filming and then the, the director started screaming. She said, oh, who is that? So this director is known to be very like- uh, Angry lah. Angry that. Who is that idiot standing in front of my camera asking to go away? Oh. They uh, thought it was an assistant, but they said there was a it was, there was a man just standing there looking at the camera like that. Oh, uh, ask him to go away, and then the 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 the, the rest of, of the crew are like, bang, there's, there's no one there. He look, he look, he look, he look, and okay, that's that's not the most messed up part. The most messed up part was the crew looked at the protect, uh, projector, hmm. and he saw also, and then they like, there's no one, and then the director looked, and then the director looked, and the director went like. Okay, okay, okay. Start shooting, start, start shooting. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> that, no? yeah. Yeah. I, I heard a version of that also. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the version, the different is that, the, that I say, okay, rap. Rap ready, rap ready. Go home. <laughs> Do they? Because yeah. it's yeah, scared, yeah, right? right. Scared, like, yeah. so is there like, is there like, because I know for, like, <laughs> when you said, when it comes to horror productions, there's always like, somebody will pray before the production starts. Mm, like, yeah. But like, is there any precautions that people take for like, just normal shoots? I, I would, I would think so lah, but I I don't I've never seen it being mm. practiced in front of me before. Mm. Um, because I think for filming it's quite nomadic, right? Yeah, you yeah. go to different places, so I, I've never seen it in practice. But in theater, yes, we have we oh, have we okay. have like a mm. or I do it uh. because I want to protect my actors yeah. as much as I possibly can. And I'm um yeah. So which brings me to the whole the whole straight on to a stories of what happened. Okay, when I was performing there. Mm. Oh. Arts House, amazing place. <laughs> a place of history. Yep. So fun fact, the Arts House is possibly the only um, building left in Singapore that is the oldest of its kind. Mm. Um, so it used to house the Temenggong mm. and it used to house, it, used, it, it, it was a um, storeroom for the government. It, it was a hospital at one point of time. Um, it was a, a justice court and there was mm. a prison there at, at one point of time and now it's a place for the arts. So it has gone through many, many lives. Like, you know, it has mm. been around for about 100 over years, 130 over years, if I'm not mistaken, ever since independence, way before before independence. Um, yeah, so they say that there's a lot of stories happening, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, 
as a as a theater goer and as an artist, you just want to go there and perform and call it a day. Bye bye. Yeah. Eh? You don't want to have to deal with these things. But unfortunately, we have to deal with a lot of things. So some of the stories I can share with you is. Um, so we were, perform- we were performing at the black box. So the black box mm. used to be the prime minister's office, mm. um, and it's and it's a nice place. It's, it's a it's a fairly small space, but mm. it's intimate enough to fit in about 120 people. Uh, and they said that there is a sp- like the spirits line inside the black box. Evidently, so so the one that was telling me was a security guard. <laughs> security guards have a lot of stories, right? So yep. they're like, I do not know why it hit. I do not know what prompted him to share with me this story. So he just said, "Hey, I heard that you're doing ghost stories here," and I said, "Yeah." I said, "You're not scared, lah." I said, "No lah. It's 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 all acting, ah. Are you acting, acting? But just be careful, because I I can I said, "Okay, now that's good." Because I have, I have a podcast, right? So now now this whenever I meet people, I'm like, "Hi, what's your name?" <laughs> oh, Kyle. Okay. Next, ah, where do you stay? Okay. After the third question, I'll be like, "Any ghost stories to share?" Because <laughs> I need content. <laughs> so I said, "Okay, okay, okay. Chief, you, you you tell me what happened." So, so he said that I remembered uh, when I was working uh, when I was working, uh, and they have to do like a night prowl, of course, like night mm. prowl. Uh, he said I went into the black box and then. I felt someone tugging my pants. Hmm. So when I turned, it was a young boy. It was a young boy, and his eyes were black, uh, uh, black eyes, and he was just tugging at me. And he said to me, "Help! Help! Help! Help!" What the hell is happening? So he said, "I was. I do not know why. You know how sometimes when you are going through a traumatic experience, you can't really like doesn't register. It doesn't register. So it's like he was like." Why is there a young kid like who left their kid here? Like it's really like twelve at night. He said that he said that you know, and the kid just ran just just ran off, and he just went like. So when the kid ran off, then he had time to process, and he's like, "Hey, what was it I saw?" Okay, so he said, "Never mind." And he said, "There's occasions whereby one of the so okay so our house has got two levels. So the one on uh, the lower level at the other side nearer to a club um, boat key area mm. was where the prison used to be." Uh, and there was fun fact there was an execution room there hmm. so he said there's been occasions where I would hear crying I would hear lashing of whips you know but there's no one now it's like a gallery yeah. you know it's yeah. like an arts gallery but so it's like I don't know where this news coming from so he said uh, Adi I want to ask you and this happened on the second day so as part of the multi-sensorial thing when you come to my show there I I will put like pillows. I will tie them up to look mm. like a pochong. You know what's a pochong, right? Yep, yep, and I will yep. cover it with like um, batik cloth. That piece of prop is being brought in into the back uh, into backstage every night, mm. right? So I don't put it outside because it's gonna freak people out, right? When they come, <laughs> so I remember putting it outside. Second day, he said, "Hey, yesterday you didn't bring in that thing, ah." Oh, I'm like, bang, don't. Don't mess with me right now. I don't need to hear this. Cikap betul. He said, really. I was doing my rounds and I saw you guys didn't bring in that thing. Didn't even bring in your prop. I said, why you guys leave your prop outside? People can steal because I mean it's a security thing, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, bang. It's backstage. It's backstage. So he just went like, ah, okay lah. Then <laughs> okay lah. <laughs> So like it's like a unspoken thing. I like, said, okay lah, bro. Bro got balls of steel, man. I, I love, ah, I love. He's like, yeah. He dedicated right. to his job, ah. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, Possibly okay, a pochong, ah. Then he's like, 
Hey bro, your prop, uh, your prop haven't put inside. Yeah, your prop haven't put inside. But I think genuinely he thought it was a prop, lah. You know, mm. then then when wow. it dawned upon him that we put it in, it's like no. Yeah, I said you can check the CCTV. We bring it in. We never put, leave things outside because of course number one is the production. We don't want to lose our stuff. Yeah. it's money. And number two, um, there's things happening in the morning. You know, yeah. so the space is being used for like seminars and whatever. Mm. So in the it only happens in the evening when we do our shows. So we bring it in and then we bring mm. it out and then we set up the whole thing again every day for every show. So I do not know what he saw. So he said. Um, so he said, "Hey, what kind of smell you all use for the show? So oh, you know that you, no. the, the smell uh, invites things." I said, "Yeah, yeah. I know, um, but I'm very cautious. I do not want to uh, use the incense." Yeah. I said, "I only use jasmine." He said, "Nope, I smell incense." I said, "Bang, you're just messing with us." I said, "No, no, no, I smell." I'm like, "Nope." No, so what happened in the first show? So I'll, I'll, I'll split the two stories for the first show and two, two, two stories for the next show. Okay, the one that happened recently. So the first one, mm. I did a cleansing of sorts, not a cleansing lah. Mm. So okay, like a, like a ritual, right? What do I do? I do a prayer. So I go to every part of the black box, and I just recited some prayers because yeah. I wanted to be sure that I didn't have anything. But even that, something happened. And then the second show, I didn't do it. And then. Like it got really intense the second the second time, and all of this I never experienced. You know, it's always my co-actors and my stage manager were were experienced because maybe because I'm, I'm in the heat of things. I'm mm. I'm thinking of performing. I'm thinking of my script. I'm thinking of whatever you know, post show dialogue and all that. So yeah. I don't have time to. So I really block out all these things. Only when they come and tell me, and then when they come and tell me, I get irritated. I'm like, why are you scaring yourself? <laughs> Now you're scaring yourself, and then you scare me. And we have a show to run, you know. <laughs> uh, come on, ah, common sense. So, so anyways, so the first thing that happened, I remembered very, very vividly, was my stage manager came to me. So the show starts at eight o'clock, mm. and around seven fifteen, Muslims believe that it's the witching hour because it's mm-hmm. Maghrib time, right? That's where all the spirits come in, come out in, out in the open because it's a it's a new day mm. to us. So he said, "Hey." Ah, uh, there were a couple of not okay, there were what three or four men. They were dressed in a white juba. So a juba mm. is like a white cloth, lah. Yeah, like yeah. A re- it's, it's a religious garb. Um, he said they were asking me uh where to watch Shaitan too. So I said then what? Where did tell them? Well, I said I told them ah um level two black box. I said okay. So remember I told you guys I did research for with three people men mm. of faith, men of mm. science, science, and men of um Belief. beliefs. Yeah. So. Men of faith, one of these ustas. So I thought ustas came to watch because I gave mm. them free complimentary tickets. But I said I only gave two complimentary. How come got three or four? Okay, never mind. So I thought it was the ustas who brought his friends. Mm. Ustas would wear that, that thing, right? Yeah. So I said okay, fine. So I didn't think much about it. So I went through the show. This was during preview, by the way, mm. where I invite family and friends and media and people that I've worked with, lah. You know, so I did a show. But while I was doing the show, I was scanning the whole room. No one was wearing a white garb. So I'm like, who, who was it? And I saw the ustas, and he was wearing jeans and a, a, a long sleeve hoodie. And I'm like, something is not right. So it's okay. So I asked my stage manager. I said, who did you saw? I said, I don't know. They just asked me, uh, mana nak tengok cerita hantu? Where to watch cerita hantu? So I told them second second level. So that was the end of it. Okay, until the next day, I received a DM from a lady. So apparently, this lady can. Is able to see things I do not know. Mm. She said, "Hafiz, that was a great show. Thank you." So we were talking about the show. Wow, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so. It's my first time watching a, a, a multi-sensorial show and all that. I love, I love the the prop that you put backstage. So I said, "What prop?" I said, "Oh, okay, because my stage got two big trees, mm-hmm. and then in front is like the wardrobe and the bed and all that. So the trees are constant. 
All right, and behind the trees is the entrance to the backstage. Mm. He said, "I love the fact that you planted a man down there to just stand." Ah. So I said, "Babes, there's only four actors on stage. Which man?" <laughs> oh, it's not a plan, ah, because I saw a man standing at the back of the tree. He's wearing white. <laughs> and it just made sense to me. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, wearing what? He was wearing a white jubah. He was just standing there. So I was very, I was, I thought he was part of the show. He said, I thought he was, he was part of the show because, um, I thought you just planned him there to scare us. You wow. know, she said, I saw him throughout the show. I said, oh, oh no, okay. So I said, no lah, no lah, no lah. It's not. I was like, I just I was very tired. I was like, no lah, it's not. It's it's, it's only for actors. And then she said, and then, and then, and then, and then she, she gave the emoji like the blue face. So I'm like, yeah, just that lah. Yeah. So there was also one time where we were doing a briefing. Mm. Everyone was on stage. My lighting guy he had to go to the toilet. Mm. So he was backstage alone in the toilet. And then he said, and then he texted, stop playing with the door. He texted in the group chat. He said, "Bodoh lah, jangan main dengan pintu lah. Stupid lah, don't play with the door lah." And all of us were, were here, and we're like, "Can I mind? Let's wait for him to go out." Mm. So when he went out, check out. Irritating, eh? Irritating, eh? <laughs> I see what happened. Ntar, don't know ah. Someone go and do, 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 and then on my door. I said, "Okay lah, you've been visited by someone lah, because all of us are here throughout." So he went on for a full 15 minutes. So he was in the in the washroom for 15 minutes. No one was at the side. No one was was, was at the back. Sorry, mm. all of us were, were on stage because I was doing my briefing. I was going through the stuff, and I know my actors is a small team of like mm. nine or ten of us, you know. So there's no one at the back. So I said, mm, "You've been visited, lah." <laughs> he just went like. So he just got really freaked oh, out. He said, "Yeah, up, Because he was he WhatsApp because he was mm. on in real time. He oh, WhatsApp. So everyone got minutes. Eh. He withstand 15 minutes of that, and then he yeah, obviously he yell right. He got he got frustrated. He, he got frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but nobody. And, and, and we hear him yeah. from the from from backstage because it was a very quiet space. So mm. We hear him. We're like, what the hell is he screaming about? So we thought he's on the phone or whatever. And then we received that text, and we're like, yeah, something's not right. So that was the thing that happened. Okay, so the one the creepy thing that happened was on the second show. Now. I always feel like sometimes it's a bad idea to mess with these things because not not mess with these things lah. But to I do it with respect. Mm, but yeah. to I mean not even engage to 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 amplify these stories on stage because mm. I feel like you know like we are talking to them and like we we give them permission to show themselves on stage and all mm. that. Mm. So one of it was it showed itself on stage. Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't believe what happened. So, oops, sorry. So what happened was, there was a scene where one of my actors become the pochong mm. and her job, I told her, your job is just to hop, 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 hop in the middle, say your lines, uh, adik, mak dah balik, adik, mak, um, mom is home mm. and then go out like that, right? So my actress is very petite. She's just like maybe 1.5 something lah, but she's mm. a very small girl. So she, 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 she that was that was her job. On the third night when we were doing that, that performance, I remember this very vividly, and this messed me up because after that I was like, I remembered I didn't pray mm. beforehand, and I'm like, why is this happening? Because it shot itself on stage. So what happened was, she went out of the backstage, and then my stage manager. So the control room is at at, at the top, so mm. you can see the stage. Mm. So he just went like, "Who's that guy?" And then my lighting guy just went, "Shut up," because they all saw it. And I said, "What did you see?" He said, "I saw a very tall man standing behind her, jumping at the same time." 
So I'm like, you guys are just messing with me lah. Never mind. So I thought, whatever. Because sometimes when we when we do shows, we do not know who comes to watch our shows, mm. right? So unfortunately for me, I think in that in the audience, really sweet sweet, there were three or four of them who maybe have had experiences who who, who can see right. And this is what happened. One of the girl was this close to getting possessed in my show, and I'm like, oh. no, 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 not gonna happen. Because she just went like, like that, and I saw because I'm on stage, and I'm like, I saw her show, so she was like in pain. She was like. Like that, and she was looking at me, and I'm like, no, 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 don't get possessed, don't get possessed, don't get possessed. I do not know how to handle this, sh- this, this, this shit. If you get possessed in my show, cause it's like it's life. Yeah. And then one, one of the other guy just went, astaghfirullahalazim. He just went like that. He just went like, God forbid me. So, okay, anyways, whatever. So, so that thing, that thing happened, and 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 I, the first thing that I went back to, I, I told my my actress, are you okay? Are you okay? I said, she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? She got nothing. What I noticed, I didn't see the thing, but what I noticed was because it's a multi-sensorial thing, right? Mm. So I said, I needed you to jump. So I want that unnerving sound of things hopping. Duck, mm. duck, duck. But ever since we start the production, she has never been able to do it because why? She's a skinny, petite mm. girl. So it's always like, tat, 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 <laughs> like that. But I'm like, okay, fine. I'll make do whatever actors I have. Yeah. But on that particular night, I remember it, guys. Every time she hopped, it went, duck. Really, um, really like someone of a specific weight that was yeah jumping across the stage. Mm. And then one one of the one 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 of the post show dialogues, I actually went outside after the post show dialogue. I I I went to the guy. I said, "I'm sorry, bang. I I really hope nothing happened to you. Like, but can you tell me what what, what happened?" Mm. And he just said, "Tanak tanak, tanak bilang tanak bilang." I said, "Okay, fine. I I, I respect your your decision." Mm. So then he DM me afterwards. He said I didn't want to tell it then, then because it's at the space. I didn't want to rile these yeah. things up. But I saw, I saw another pochong behind the girl, the, the actress, mm. and he was imitating her hopping on stage. Wow, that's hardcore, man. But everyone else just saw her. So, so like, the oh. three people in the audience that can see these things, they saw it. They saw it. So one of the girls just went like that, but like it sounded as if like. Yeah, she was in pain, so nobody mm. paid her any mind. I mean, they were they were looking at her, but they're like, okay, whatever. Maybe she's like that. Maybe she's just like scared. Mm. She's doing that. But one of the guy actually went, oh, stop and all that. He just went, oh, stop and he just did that. Just yeah. he just did that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And then I'm like, oh no. And it's very and it's very sad, and it's very scary because it started attacking my actors. So very sad. One of my actors, kenal like. She got one. She half is, and she's an elderly lady. Mm. Well, not elderly, like she's probably in her 50s Because I want a mother role and yeah. a nanny role, so I wanted her to be. I wanted her to be that. She sent me a photo. Half is, badan kakak ada blue black. She said. So mm. on the first night, she said, "I cannot blue black at my this one." I said, "Just be careful, okay? You might hit into hit into things because it's, it's stage." Okay, half is. The next day, another one, and then the next day another one. So at the end of the show, she had like blue blacks all over her body. And I was very scared because I was like, I didn't want to have to, I didn't want to have to answer to her husband, mm. you know, because I don't want her husband to like come and tell me I, I don't want my wife to perform because we still have like two or three more shows to go. I said, "Kak, you okay? Kakak okay lah. Kakak okay. It's not painful lah, but it's just I do not know why I get this this bruises, so mm. bruises." And after that, last show, she said, "I think something happened to me. I did." She said, "Why?" I can't open my eyes. I can't go and perform tonight. I'm like, "What happened?" She said, "I don't know what happened. My eyes is really red." 
So I said, true enough. I said, Kakak, you go to the doctor first. So when she went to the to the um, rehearsal space, the, the space, her eyes were watery and her eyes were red. I said, what happened? Hives, is it? You get, you get hives? And the doctor said, no, it's not hives. You got allergic reaction? No, no allergic reaction. I said, what's happening? Tak tahu lah. I think it's just dust. I think it's, she's trying to play cool. I think it's just dust. I think it's just dust. Because yesterday I was cleaning my house. I'm like, okay, fine, 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 fine. So then the Kakak said, I think I want to see someone lah to help me with this. Cakap, yeah. So the guy who treated her said that her eyes got poked by Puntianak. Mm. <laughs> so mm. I didn't, so I'm like, okay. So I, I apologize profusely. I said, I do not know what's happening. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you had to do this. So recently, because I just received the green light from, from Art's house, mm. I said, Kakak, you want to do it again? And then she just went like, let me ask my husband first. I said, yeah, I understand, I understand. <laughs> But about yeah. And I'm like, where are you getting all these bruises? I said, kakak tak tahu. Kakak don't know where, where I'm getting but, it from. But all, all because like you didn't pray that day? Because you, you said you pray every day, right? Uh, I, I, I prayed once. Once before we start, or while yeah, we yeah. entered the space, mm. and then once after we we ended. So I remember for the second, for the second uh, Cerita Hantu, I didn't pray because I was yeah. so busy. Because I remember I was I was from New York and had to go back, mm. jet lag. Jet lag, I have to do my stuff, take care of the lighting, take care of props, whatsoever. And then it was a show time. And then I only realized it when, when in the middle of the show, I'm like, eh, I didn't, I didn't pray ah, before mm. we, we before we start. Oh, and then no. I'm like, ah, it's nothing lah, nothing lah. Like, yeah, probably nothing. And then all this started happening. Now I'm like, oh. And wow. props started to get, start, start to go missing. Yeah, that's quite quite common. They will take, and then you put it at somewhere, then you find it, and you're like, yeah. what the hell is this? But but here? my one, I can, I, we never found it. Oh no. Okay, so what happened was one of the one of the props is um, it's in the shape of a tombstone. Mm-hmm. So I have I I planned one of the actresses to be uh, Pontena mm. to be inside the wardrobe. So she would open the wardrobe. And she would go out, and she would go talk to people. She would start singing and humming, and she start crying. Mm. And then she would scream, and then she would run out from the theater. That was like a starting mm. of the show. So I said, when she goes run, she will go to backstage. She will put that thing inside the luggage, a trolley bag. Mm. That trolley bag. She will bring it out. It's not that she leave it there. She will bring it out for for performance. Because mm. it's about a, a, a lady who came back home and mm. got the got the grandmother's uh, spirit. Mm. After the first show, she just went to me. She's like. Huh, that thing's missing. I don't know where is it. So you had to go to Mustafa and then like <laughs> buy styrofoam <laughs> and buy cotton and we had to do it again. Second day again. It's missing. Mm. Second day in a row. So to, I'm like, where do you take it out? So I, to the point where I got angry with my stage manager, I said, why are my props missing? You as a stage manager, you should, you should take note. You should, there's an inventory, right? I know, I know, I know, but I cannot be doing it because I'm the one calling the lights and all that. Mm. So whatever is happening is all with the actors. And I can't blame my actors because they have a job to do. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. end up, we just scraped the whole idea of her holding the tombstone. I just said, let's just use a cloth, wrap it up as, as if you're holding a baby and then just do mm. it. And then that's it lah. And we never found it back. Mm. So I didn't know where the two tombstones went. Mm. Yeah. When you, just now when you uh, say that, you know, theater has certain, you know, superstitions that mm. you follow. What were the superstitions that you followed? I I okay, I'm quite I'm quite naughty when it comes to following. <laughs> I don't do it. Like they always say, oh, uh, always say, uh, don't say break a leg. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't say break a leg because something is going to happen. But that was like an old Shakespearean kind mm. of you know European kind of thinking. I'm like yeah. no, Southeast Asia, Singapore, no 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 such thing. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, they say that I I can't think of one. No, the only thing that I can remember is 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 don't say break a leg, and it, I think it's pretty pretty basic. Like just watch your mouth, mm. and if you see things, don't say it. Yeah lah. Yeah, cause there's there's a theater in Singapore that's quite old, quite big, uh, very famous story. I don't know whether you have heard it before, of an old lady at the at the backstage taking like holding the curtains to open. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. He doesn't know, but you can tell him. Mm. So yeah, so there's this there's this uh, very famous um, I wouldn't say urban urban legend uh, but because a lot of people have seen it before, mm. where they have seen a woman by the side of the stage. And they thought, he, and thought, and they thought she is like a cleaner or a yeah. worker or a part of the uh, production, but she's not. She's just standing there by the side, by the wings, just looking at you, holding the curtain like that, holding the curtain thing. And there's been an occasion whereby an actress uh, have seen a fellow actress at the side getting possessed before getting out on stage, and she's doing her stuff and she's looking at the guy, and the lady is already starting to dance. Some Ooh. dance, and just like the next scene is you, you gotta get your toot together. You know, like <laughs> you need to perform. So I said, what happened? I said, they they had to stop. They had to stop the show. Unfortunately, mm. to an audience of 800 I'm like, wow, wow. yeah. Because yeah. how how to continue? Yeah. What's the really like? The theater is very old. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very old. Around that area also. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the area, the area, lah. The area very, 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 very strong because it's one of the core places. That is it remains unchanged, mm. you know. I mean, not yeah. not not unchanged, as But in like a lot, lot of, of history behind yeah. it, mm. because yeah, we are a nation of building sand, right? So mm. we always build, we we build. But that's one of the core places that has been there since the start yeah. of everything. So I'm not yeah. surprised if that place is quite intense, huh? Yeah. So so uh, there's this light in theater called the ghost light, right? Mm. Why why? Maybe you can share with our audience why. Do people not switch off? Theater people not switch off the ghost light. Uh, <laughs> obviously, because you don't want you don't want to be you don't want to invite them. I mean, yeah. But the light is always on. The light is you don't switch on. it off. Even even in in shows where the show is happening, you always switch it on. So there's always that faint light. Um, but you know, okay. So interestingly, I follow that rule even in my daily daily life. Mm. Like I cannot sleep in total darkness. I don't know whether you can you guys can do it. Some people okay. need total darkness. Me, mm. I cannot. Yeah, I cannot. I Only at home, lah. Uh, <laughs> in hotel room, maybe I will keep one small light. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. in case. And I will no no. In hotel room, mm. uh, toilet light is switched on. The TV is switched on with no sound. I cannot. Uh, I cannot. Oh, okay, at least okay. minimal. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I cannot. Uh, I cannot. I cannot. I've experienced. I don't yeah. know. I want to share whether we have time to share this hotel story that happened to me in KL. Okay, oh, okay. The worst. What one last okay, so ghost story? For one last story. One last story. Okay, okay. Let's go. So okay, I've never experienced. I've seen things. Um, maybe I've seen shadows. Maybe I've seen mm. like you know um, very fast things, but I've never seen seen things, right? Um, so when this happened to me, it was very real because I was alone in that room. So I remembered uh, in this hotel in in KL, which and one? It's, and it's not a, it's not a central. Uh, yeah, central lah. KLCC Bukit, there. Bukit Bintang area. Oh, mm. okay, okay. So it was very busy. It was a very busy. Hotel. Um, I didn't. Exp- the last thing I wanted to ex- I wanted to happen was in that hotel because it's a it's a fairly new hotel mm. and it's a very busy hotel. Mm. Um, and I'm very, I'm very careful with with rooms that they assign me. I mm. said, whenever they go, like I'm sorry, but it's beside the lift. Are you okay? I said, I'm fine. Mm. I need the noise. 
is beside the road. Are you okay? I'm fine. I need the noise. I need the noise because I feel safe with that noise, yeah, right? Yeah. I cannot be in a place where it's really quiet. Mm. I, it, it freaks me out. Um, so I was on TikTok. I still remember I was on TikTok and everything was switched on, okay? The light was switched on. It was not even late at night. It was probably maybe like 9 p.m. Mm. But I was very tired on that day. I just went for a massage. So I just said, I wanted to do my script, by the way. So I always have these short trips out of the country to just mm. lock myself up inside a room and do my work and just churn out a script in like three, four days. Because if I do it in, in Singapore, it cannot happen. Yeah. Got a fridge, got, got, got friends who ask me to go supper and all that. I'm like, yeah. I need to be focused. So anyways, back to the story. I was tired of, of, of doing my script. I went for a massage. I went back home. It was nine plus. I was on my phone. Huh? I was alone in that room. I was viewing TikTok. Very harmless TikTok. And for some reason, I, you know how the algorithm is very smart. So mm. if you watch one video, it, it yeah. recommends you another video. So I remember watching one of these possession videos. And I went on TikTok again. So I was deep into this whole ghost, ghost, ghost things. And then I went to this particular video. I will never forget that video. So nowadays, there's a lot of healers who document their exorcism. Mm. Mm. So when you document exorcism, the prayers that you say is out in the open. So if mm. that prayer is to call, you are really calling it because it's on speaker. Right? Yeah. If that prayer is to heal, you are healing someone. So I've, I've, I've had I've had instances whereby I will like people will play something and then someone someone else will react to it, mm. right? Um, so I was watching this and he said a prayer, a very particular prayer to just get the spirit out of the body. And I remembered just looking at it. I'm like, mm, okay, okay, okay. And it was a speaker. Stupid. No one to use the phone. But alone in the room, right? Mm. And then suddenly the whole room went black. So it tripped, by the way. It tripped. The TV switched off. All my light switched off. I was in total darkness. The only thing that I could... The only um, light was from my phone. But then that's not the most messed up part. So I stopped. I stopped. And I swear to God, guys. I heard someone... It's a carpeted floor. Ah. Mm. I heard someone run from the toilet to the front of my bed. Like, Ooh, oh man. So I'm like, what have I called? So then I just throw away my phone. I'm like, I, what am I calling? I was just in my underwear, by the way. Because, <laughs> right? Privacy, right? Yeah. So I ran. I opened. So apparently, the light, nobody switched it off. Mm. It just, just glow. So I switched off. And I switch on again. Then the light came on again. And then I remember just standing at the door in my underwear. I'm like, do I go out in my underwear right now? <laughs> I cannot sleep inside this room anymore. Hmm. For like a good two minutes, I'm like, do I leave? Do I leave or what? Do hmm. I leave? I want to leave. So apparently, um, I mustered up the courage. I was, I was shaking. I wanted to cry because I was like, cannot be happening. I'm alone in this room. Yeah. So I called a friend who was in KL. I said, hey, you want to go to Jalan Alo and have seafood? Yeah, okay, okay. So after 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 we eat and after that, I get my one of things. I, I I brought him back to the hotel room. I said, "Hey, sleep here, ha. No need, no need to go back home. Ha. Just sleep here." He said, "No lah, besok uh, kerja lah. Sekali sekali, you can you can work, you can work from my uh, from you can go to work from my uh, don't wanna don't wanna." So I said, "Okay, okay, bye bye. We watch we we watch something." So I made sure he stayed with me until like five in the morning. Mm. And I said, "Okay, I really need to go. I have to go to work in like two hours." I said, "Okay, bye." Yeah, you sleep. And that was my last night there. Did you, tell him, did you ever tell him why? He said, <laughs> smart. Yeah, I didn't want to tell yeah, him. Yeah, you tell him when he straight away go home. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. So I remember. Oh, so so I, was very, I was very cautious of not... Yeah, to say. Mm. The things that you consume online, uh, if 
if yeah. it's like prayers lah, you are calling, you know, yeah, you are yeah. really calling. So I remember, yeah. and after that, the whole the whole room went black, and I'm like, yeah. oh no. And then in the instant when I paused because I was shocked, right? And then tada! I heard like duh, 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 duh. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I started sweating. I remember, yeah, I I never want to go through that again. Yeah. I said oh, this, yeah, that was the first and the only time it happened to me in a hotel room. So because of that, nowadays I'm like, when no. was that? Huh? When was that? Recent. Oh, it recently, no. it happened. Maybe oh early this year. I remember early. Oh. No, no, late last year because I remember I was writing script for Cerita Hantu. Bro. So it, it happened sometime in November or December before Bro. I went to New York. Bro. I was in KL. Yeah. I mean, there's something about Southeast Asian hotels. Uh. Yeah. Like, you go to New York. Like, yeah. Okay, one lah. Angmore. And never mind lah. <laughs> Southeast Asian. Okay, yeah. one lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, yeah. right. You don't. You, the the fear sure. is taken out because cultural. Hey, but cannot lah. But cannot like sometimes. Sometimes okay. Like I have a friend. Okay, 30 second story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So she's a crew. She's a cabin crew. Mm. And she says, um, <laughs> it's a funny horror story. Okay, it's not funny when it's happening to you, but it's yeah. funny when she's telling me. She said, so I'm very careful when I go to hotel rooms. Uh, there's this particular hotel in uh, a European country that's mm. known to be very quite yeah. intense dirty. So it happened to me. She said, I was on my phone and then I saw a woman in a, in a long... Um, Victorian dress mm. oh. just standing over there behind the curtain oh, just standing shit. and then she said okay I'm tired I want to go and sleep so she went to YouTube and she played the Arabic um, I mean the, the, the Arabic um, yeah, the prayers, the, the prayers are all in Arabic right yeah, mm. prayers are. so it was a two hour prayer so she played on speaker and then she slept <laughs> it's like five minutes the thing's still there ten minutes for half an hour she said the thing's still there and she's like This thing is not loading, ah. Like the, the 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 prayers is not loading, is it? Do they not understand the prayers? And I'm like, ah, yeah, I think they don't understand Arabic. So that's the reason why. And it's like, but I want that thing to go away. And this is what happened. So I said, I was so tired, I just fell asleep. So that thing just played on for two hours. And then in the morning when I woke up, that thing wasn't there anymore. So I said, yeah, lah. I think because the thing doesn't understand Arabic, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. European goes different, ah. Different sensibility, lah. I mean, different religion. Different also. religion. Like, what, what, what noise is this? Oh, is you know, that, like, what is this? At least change the language, lah. Probably, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so she said, I think, I think, I think the prayers didn't load, lah. So, yeah, wow. I, I think so. Yeah. But imagine, ah, like you play something and then that thing doesn't, or you play something and then that thing laugh at you, ha ha. Takik, ah. It happened, you know. Yeah. It happened before, like, like there was one time I, I, I saw this um, video. Uh, this this ustaz was saying saying a prayer, and then the person was possessed. <laughs> you don't even have to. You don't even know how to pray very well. Ooh, wow. Ooh. And then and then there was one time he was repeating, and then that lady just smiled at him, and said the same prayers. Ah, uh, that. So where do you go from there? You know, like you call someone more experienced. Yeah. Uh. Okay, okay, lah. Uh, la, the first, the first one at least it's a bit funny. Like, yeah, oh, you don't even know how to yeah, press. Yeah, like, can I critique yeah, by the ghost? And the other one is like they they say the prayers. No, uh, but like he say yeah. back to you, like uh, you mean like this? Yeah, That's, no, because, oh. because because as Muslims we believe what because before he became the devil, he was angels. Mm. Yeah, like, God's yeah, favorite yeah. angel, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It was it was that thing. Oh, so that scary man. He knew all the prayers, you know, mm. and and he was the number one prayer for for God. And then there was that that that. Adam story, right? Yeah, Where yeah. he's like, I'm better than him. I'm made of fire. He's made yeah. of soil. Why should I, you know? Yeah. So yeah, but it's that, not surprised if these things know how to pray because it's like, mm. yeah. Okay. 
There's a lot of ghost stories. I hope you guys are. Yeah, man. If you Ooh, don't man. have enough ghost stories, please visit his Hunt podcast. Excellent storytelling. Ooh, sometimes you'll hear extra, very, extra, extra, extra noise. Size, uh, extra noise. No, la, but still longer than ghost maps. Uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah you, you are very, very detailed. Hey, but bite size is good, you know? Yeah, I yeah, like bite size yeah. Yeah, content. Yeah, like then he will like, it was that noise. Uh. He will stop the story there. Yeah. It was that noise. Uh. No, I think so my, neighbor. Thing, uh, my neighbor. My neighbor, my yeah. neighbor. The, the, the most interesting thing is that when I'm not working, when I'm not telling ghost stories, no sound. Yeah. Only when I'm sharing ghost stories, got mama. Normal, normal, normal. Got the 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 of the. I'm like. Oh. But you always tell ghost stories at night. Yeah, that's the because that's the only free time that I have. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah, why are they so active at night? Yeah, and it's an elderly couple, by the way. Oh. Yeah, there was one time I heard someone skip like, tuk, 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 like someone skipping, and I'm like, <laughs> cannot be an <laughs> okay, 85 year old woman yeah. skipping in the in his house. So I I know, and someone said when you hear things. Is because that thing's inside the room. But I try not to mess up something Bro. in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just, yeah. Wow. Do you experience it? Uh, when recording, yes, like, quite a few times. Like, yeah, quite a few times. But we, we don't care. Because uh, certain beliefs are, uh, so uh, when you manage to capture, uh, there's certain belief that when you manage to capture or these kind of things, right, they happen to you on set or in your recording means that you are gaining popularity. It's actually a good thing. Really? Yeah. Because they like you. Yeah. You know, but but you don't. But, I mean, not, but you, not but at what expense? You know, like yeah, yeah. But you don't acknowledge them, like, Just yeah, like yeah, yeah, don't yeah, care, yeah. like yeah, la, yeah you know, But you know me. Yeah. I will say it out. You feel I'm like I'm like sorry, guys. Give me a moment, ah. No, no, that, that, no. That's what happened after whereby uh, I hear I hear scratching, and I'm like, it's not my cat. Oh I'm yeah, like, I I heard the episode. Say, hey, wait, ah, wait. Got no, scratching wait, sound, ah. Scratching. <laughs> no, I open my door. I'm like, no, my cat's not here. I'm like, oh, something is messing with me. So I'm so sorry, guys. And then like, because you're scared, right? And okay. then you cannot say the story properly. I'm like, whatever you guys can hear, like, you all just make your own deductions from this story. Like. I, I, cannot, I like, remember yeah. hearing the episode that he said, sorry guys, I'm just going to like quickly finish this episode. <laughs> yeah. Because got the sound. No, the, the fact that I don't stop and compose myself and continue, I just like, you know what? I don't have the luxury of time. I'm like, I'm just going to... Okay, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Bye. <laughs> Dedication to the content. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. Dedication to the so content. So then, 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 then the listener will be like, that was quite abrupt. I'm like, oh, you think? <laughs> you do lah. Yeah, you do lah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of uh, abrupt, right? Mm. Uh, eh, sorry. Speaking of content. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> we always ask our guests uh, this one. What are some of your favorite horror movies, books, and even games? Horror. Uh? Hor- oh, favorite. Uh. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay, someone asked me this question and it took me a long time to answer because I think I didn't give that person a specific answer. It's it's a... It's many things, ah. It's many things. Um, but I remembered. I remembered a story or a movie that I watched. Um, and it's not particularly scary, but it just made me messed up for 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 weeks after that. Mm. Um, it's this film called Jagan Tego. <sighs> um, it's online. You can, you can you can you can go and watch it. I think it's on Netflix. So for those of you who have a Netflix account, go and watch it. Jagan mm. Tego. It's a beginning scene where a daughter comes back home to visit her dead grandmother. And then at night, when she went out of the room, the, the body is not there. Because oh. they had to wait for the next day to bury the body. Mm. So everyone who went to visit has gone back home and she's alone in that house with, with, the, a, body. with the body. Oh. And then there's a scene where she's asleep and then there's a shot of that body just beside her. <laughs> Ooh, and oh that messed me up and I'm no, like it's a Malaysian or Indonesian it's a Malaysian movie oh I need to watch that Jangan mm. Tegur it, yeah. it, it sounds like you know the the, the autopsy of Jindo 
Oh yes, 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 yes. So yes, they found the dead body, mm. but then the dead body weird one. Like it will go missing. Then the 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 two mortuary people they are like, it was dead body, ah. Then suddenly dead body in this freezer. Then the yeah. light go out. Like a lot of weird shit happening. Mm, 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 wow. mm. About books. Um no, I I don't read horror books. I cannot because I have a very wildly imaginative mind. So yeah. and because I'm a writer myself, <laughs> okay. So I know that it can bring me to places. So I don't. I I only read like funny fiction stories. Okay, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Then I can't, I can't, I can't. you don't. I don't think you have time to play games, right? <laughs> the only the only game okay I'll be very f- honest the only game that I play is Tetris on my phone when I'm in the toilet okay. doing my number two <laughs> just Tetris solitaire for me oh really yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> simple, I don't have time guys I really wish I can have no I, I can't yeah. but that was the only movie that I remember like like jangan tegur you you can catch it um it's not particularly scary the ending is a bit like huh <laughs> but that that beginning scene mm. I remember screaming. And then my cat just jumped, and all the hair stood. And then my mom like, "Stop it!" And I'm like, "I don't know why it just happened. Like there was a sh- it was a jump scare where she was just sleeping, and then she just turned, and then the grandmother was just there, like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, messed up. It's a messed up movie. So, but yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the reasons that we were met is because we uh, we we work with the same uh, this this app lah. Uh, set maker, set maker mm, to correct. tell ghost stories. Yes. So I, I really uh, have to thank Rupert for you know introducing us. Yeah, for linking us up. Thank yeah, you. Rupert. Yeah. So uh, I also want to briefly ask you about like your concrete jungle stories, right? Mm. You really went around to tell ghost stories. Yeah. Like in the in the actual like Fort Canning, you did the Fort Canning one. Then we you did, did the Fort Canning, and we did the HGB. But did you go to the HGB? Ah, uh, the HGB I didn't okay. because I learned my lesson on the first one because <laughs> something happened in the first one. Oh really? Yeah. Oh what yeah. happened? Um, so I I was with Rupert mm. and Rupert was unaware. So Rupert, if you're watching this, I just want to tell you that something happened. So I went with, with a friend and we were chatting the journey, right? We, mm. we were chatting the journey because we wanted to. Yeah. So these are stories that were sent to me by by people. So I just had to piece them together. But yeah. we had to, because it's, it's like a journey kind of thing, right? Yeah. So we had to go from one place to another. So we actually went through the whole place and all that. So when we reached the, um, there is a shrine. Mm. Of of someone there, I'm not gonna mention name, but you know the shrine. And it was like 11. I don't know why we did it at 11 p.m. at night. There wasn't anyone. There was no hikers. Nothing. There was no. It was just the three of us there. And then my friend just turned. And my friend just said. And then because this friend is my friend Zuhairi Idris, mm. I've known him for about 20 over years, so I know that look. And he looked at me and he just went like. So I just went. I said, Rupert, can we go to the next spot? <laughs> so we just went to the next spot. <laughs> so he said, well, what he heard was, he said, <laughs> he said, I heard the voice of people talking and giggling outside. Like beside, beside us. And then when I turned, there's no one there. But he said, it felt like 20, 30 people talking, mm. like a kenduri. Mm. In Malay folklore, we be, not Malay folklore, as a practice, when someone passed away, um, when you have buried the body, you come back home, there's a prayer that you do. So everyone sits in the house and do this prayer. And, and that's what it, sound, it sounded like that. Uh, a group of men praying behind him. It's the grave, right? The uh, Fort Canning, that's like uh, the, that area. Yeah. Oh, but that's strange because those graves were uh, mostly Angmo graves, right? Uh, the, no, the, there's one that, um, 
that's that, that's one that's non non <laughs> non angmo. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But you were at the non angmo side. Non angmo. Oh side. my god. I think I don't know what. Lone shrine there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then oh. there is usually it's a keeper there. The, yeah. The person, but I think that I think because that person is not there twenty twenty four hours, so that I person mean, wasn't there. Eleven p.m. lah. Yeah. So so to set the context, set maker is actually an app that allows you to listen to ghost stories while you walk around the actual locations where it happened. So Correct. he, mm. uh, Hafiz has actually uh, created one, two, one for Fort Canning, one, one for, for HDB. Which HDB? Uh, <laughs> don't say right. Uh, send, uh, south part of, southern part of Singapore. Okay, There's southern. not many estates in southern part of Singapore, by the way, so oh, southern uh, part of Singapore. Telo <laughs> In that area, la, that area. A very famous two building estate. Ah, okay, okay, ah, okay. Yeah. okay I, I roughly know. <laughs> so for us, uh, at, at, at Hantu, we uh, a bit more foolish. La. We chosen the, the most famous one, Old Changi Hospital. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, did anything happen? Uh, okay, so nothing did, nothing uh, explicit happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so quick, quick, quick story for you guys. Basically, uh, we also went with our friend yep. Rupert Angmore, right? <laughs> Nothing happened, but we were smart. We went in the <laughs> afternoon. official title. We Rupert went in the Angmore. afternoon. We went in the afternoon a lot of times. Uh, we we planned the trip like at least uh, two months in advance. Yeah. Mm. We rest, rescheduled three times. Because? Things lah. So, so then uh, we have an intern. Things happen, that happened there or before? No, no, before. A lot of things blocked us I from going. Think, yeah, yeah. And then the our intern- But that's who, just the universe telling you that- Exactly. Yep. Our intern whose uh, father is kind of like a medium, he told us, very on brand, right? Like the father medium, <laughs> then she joined a horror content company. <laughs> so the, the, the father told uh, her like, hey, actually you shouldn't go. Like then her date grandma, Gave her a dream and told her like, "Hey, uh, Abby, our intern like, hey, you shouldn't go. Don't, oh. don't go. Oh. Don't go. Oh. She she didn't even say anything. She just said, don't go. Oh, no, oh, no. And and you know what's the funny thing? That dream happened before she joined the company. So I was like, bro. And then she told us that, and I was like, okay, maybe you shouldn't go. We'll yeah. go, but you don't go. But then the dad told her to tell us like, oh, maybe we should like pray a bit. Yeah. And then we we're like, okay, okay." But we have friends who have the third eye. We have friends who are mediums. They say, hey, don't, don't be an idiot. Don't go to Old Changi. Yeah, why you go? Why, why you but go? we go outside, ma. We go outside yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's cordon. There's no way why you go inside anymore. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? I, no, I wouldn't. Already. You give me like how much money I also probably won't go in because of yeah. how haunted it is. Yeah. So yeah, la, so uh, I mean, we, we we made, we paid a lot of effort. We, yeah. we we spend so much time, you know, risk our lives just to tell ghost, ghost stories. stories. Right? So please enjoy the ghost stories. Please, please, <laughs> please consume our content. Hey, yes. wow, I tell you, wow, the 20, 30 people are allowed it. It's scary. Yeah. yeah, he said, because he said, I hear people praying. In the oh, hell so, no. so he just went. So I'm like, run, bro. Yeah, so he just, he just turned <laughs> and then he looked at me and I said, <laughs> it was like a non-verbal communication. Yeah, like, yeah. what? And then he just went like, <laughs> Jalan, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. jalan, jalan, balik, yeah, balik. I said, uh, Rupert, let's go to the next one. Said, okay. yeah. And Rupert is very game. He's like, I'll go through all the journey. I'm no. like, oh. no. See, the funny <laughs> thing is that we, you know, I mean, the stereotype, right? Like you are more, you come here. It doesn't affect you, cultural difference, right? Yeah. When we told him at the old Changi Hospital, we say, we want to go at night. He said, no. Me? Because you recorded the Fort Canning one first. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's why. No, that's why. because uh, he's, he's actually married to uh, an Asian woman. Mm, yeah. So uh, his wife told him that don't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. go to Old Changi Hospital because of the reputation. Yeah, and then reputation, he has yeah. to do a cleanse every time he returns from <laughs> that area. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so he, he gets it. Lah. Yeah. 
Yeah, interesting. Oh, he's very brave. So there was yeah. one. There was one time. Uh, one of the one of the pit stops in Fakening is, you have to go through the tunnel. Oh, I'm like, you go through the tunnel like um in the afternoon lah when there's light. Yeah, yeah. So he went inside. Then me and Zuri was like, that man has balls of steel. Is it the spiral <laughs> tree one? Uh, yeah, so the spider tree, and then it will, it will lead you down down below to the uh, battle box. Mm. So it's, 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 it's that. Um, and I said, he said, are you guys going in? I just, I mean, I'm like, no. Being the South, Southeast Asians that we are, yeah. we're like, no, we're not no, going no. in. Okay, I'll see you at the, at the other side. Mm-hmm. I'll see you at the other side. I'm like, so as we went out, we're like, hey, he really went through it. Yeah, he really went through it. And after that, he said, oh, that was interesting. And I'm like, oh, you can't pay me enough money to go through that at like 11 p.m. at night. And this was after we heard the, 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 the praying. Yeah, yeah. So Hell no. no. Yeah. You're a brave man, Rupert. Brave, brave, brave. brave, brave, brave. brave, brave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, two more questions. Three more questions, actually. Great. Ken. What are some of the projects that you have coming up next? Um, so, right now, projects, um, the one that's coming is a comedy sketch show, which is happening in Capitol Theatre on mm. in, in August. Congrats. Um, so, so, I don't know. I'm just messing things up right now. Sorry. Um... <laughs> So that's happening in August. Uh, me and Zuhari are doing it. So bef- beyond ghost stories, we are comedians. Lah. So we do funny <laughs> content. Lah. So mm. that's, that's just that. And then I have, I have a show, um, a concert that I'm um, doing or hosting um, at the end of the year, on the mm. 30th of mm. December. Nice. I mean, these are just like the big, big ones. Lah, you know? I mm. mean, the small, small ones, it, it comes and it goes and all that. Mm. Um, and Cerita Hantu, which is happening in January. Yeah, in twenty twenty-four, which is yeah, I'll, I'll the, give you guys. What's the name of the comedy show at Capital? Uh Lepak Life, Lepak Life, because <laughs> it's Lepak Mangkonya, right? So it's Lepak yeah, Life. Nice, so, nice. so this is our fourth, like, life uh, our fourth, fourth show. Yeah. Mm. yeah, the first one we did was at Tampines Hub, and then we we went to Scape, and then the last two shows, including this one, is going to be at Capital Theatre. So nice. we strength nice. to strength lah. We we try yeah. to to Congrats. make it bigger, bigger. Yeah, big and big. So awesome. that's that's happening next. Mm. Okay. Any ghost stuff? Horror stuff that you're working on. I mean, cerita hantu. In just, the just berhantu the podcast sp- mm. sporadically. Let me put it out there. <laughs> yeah, I think one thing that's lacking in berhantu is consistency, which I'm quite okay with it. I, I, mm. I yeah. So, but you know how some people are very entitled. We are not. Why are you going? <laughs> no, 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 really. I have, I've had this where, and, and I had to be that person that has to knock some sense to people. Cause it was a it was a random outing with a friend at mm. night and and we and we were just having supper and I said DM, oh got time for supper got no time for berhantu. Wow. wow and I'm yeah. like, I, how much money are you paying me to record berhantu? <laughs> it's out of my own goodwill, you know that I'm doing it. I'm not getting paid wow. to do it, you know. <laughs> yeah, some That's, fans be like, mm. yeah, some. We talk about like, Rupert having balls. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yes, yeah, yeah. like wow. You, I mean, he said it in a joking manner, but I'm like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quite. Maybe he got me on the wrong day, lah. So yeah. I just, I just gave him a piece of my mind. I said, I think that's very untitled of you. I think it's not nice because, yeah, yeah. I got things, ah. I got my own lives, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got time, go supper. No, it's not like you're too. not obviously already so bloody busy, lah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like can't I have these two hours <laughs> to just unwind and have supper with my friends? Yeah, lah. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe their friend tell you ghost stories, right? Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. We are research. always working, right? Yeah. The yeah, brain always is working. like always working. Yeah, always working. So every so every time when I meet someone new for work, I'm yeah. like, hi. Bro, oh, okay. Lighting guy. <laughs> so so where 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 you stay? Oh, okay okay. Do you have you been doing this for a long time? Okay. Yeah. Third, Third question. question. Go ghost story. 
Yeah. Same, bro. The bane of my existence, asking for ghost stories. And more often than not, they're very happy to share, you know? Yeah. It's either yeah. you ask them or they're like, you got ghost podcast, right? I, I tell you this ghost story, right? Yeah, speaking of ghost stories, we ask this of all our guests. Mm. Uh, what scares you the most? It you can know? be stupid, okay? It can be really stupid. Two of us, uh, mm. grown-ass men, uh, scared of chicha. Greatest, greatest fear. Yeah. Chicha, okay. If you put me in a room with full of chicha, oh, no, 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 no. I will have a heart attack and yeah, die. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Chicha, <laughs> what, what scares me? Uh? Oh, yeah. um, beyond supernatural stuff, uh, what scares me? Yeah, the most. <laughs> it can be existential also. Existential, uh, okay. It can be physical, existential, anything. Uh, what scares me the most? When I wake up one day and I'm not funny anymore. Wow, Ooh. that's existential as hell. Ooh. Whoa, that's okay, like, okay, no, no, no. Like let's be more specific. Uh, let's be more specific. When when I wake up one day and I have nothing, I have nothing left to do. As in, like I I I can't give you anything else. Mm. Wow, that's deep. In in an episode where you sh- where you've generously shared with us a lot of ghost stories, right? At that point, right. That's the first time in this entire episode where in my head I went, wow, it got dark. It got dark. It got dark. Yeah. No. Okay. Because I'm very, <laughs> because, because I overthink, right? Yeah. And you know what's my worst nightmares? My worst recurring nightmares is I'm on stage and I'm doing something and it's just silence. Oof. And people walking up and walking, leaving the theater. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and I wake up and I'm like, and it always happens when I'm writing script for my show. Mm. So I'm like, it's not going to be a funny show. People are not going to laugh. People are not going to laugh. People are not going to laugh. So that is an existential problem that I have. Like people won't find me funny anymore. Yeah. Can relate. Yeah, that's my biggest nightmare. You, I can dream about ghosts or whatever. I can dream about <laughs> falling off building, whatever. Oh, I chill. But yeah, because it's a real thing, you see. Yeah. Mm. It's a, the probability is very high. Yeah. Right? I mean, the probability of me falling down out of parachute and then be able to fly is is not much but the probability yeah. of me doing something and bombing on stage and people actually believing it, it can possibly happen so that's my biggest thing yeah yeah it's human because that's my livelihood right you know yeah like, yeah no i i totally get it yeah I, I i do have the 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 stupid fear of like because i direct on set right yeah mm. freezing 20 people look at you so how cow what's the next shot then you just like Oh no! Right? Then yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that? Is like, oh. the helplessness ah, that like yeah. I I am not in charge of my life anymore. Yep. Then settle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can. I can. Chicha, chicha, okay lah. No, chicha, I'm still okay. Bro, like we 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 recently just went to KL. Then we had you know they have those stops right where you go to the mm. restroom. Mm-mm. Bro, the chicha there are like this big on it. Oh no! And like got four or five gathered around like yeah. chilling lepak. Then you need to go. There's a pillar right into the toilet. You need to go yeah, past yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, no, no. He he saw how bad it got for me. Where oh. at one point, right, I could see the chicha over the door, and I kept going <laughs> back and forth from our. You don't to go to the toilet. I, like oh. he, had my hands, like, he had to make a decision. Can I do this? Right? Back and forth, back and forth. Singapore two hours away. Ah, uh. <laughs> okay. Then then I wouldn't recommend you this video. So I saw this video yesterday on TikTok oh. of this. Um, there's this a couple who went to their Balinese resort. Oh, I saw it. The gecko, right? The gecko eating one another. Like they fighting. They fighting. fight each other on the on, on the, the wall on the roof and on the roof and, and, and they're just, yeah. they're just it, like yeah. I'm like bro. If someone, yeah. <laughs> if someone, I, I saw is, that. I was like yeah. I have a phobia of uh, that's no. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I pictured it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I pictured it. Oh. Okay. All right. So lastly, okay. I, I mean, I'm sure they can find you, but yeah. where can we find you yeah. online? <laughs> online, uh, a son of a peach. Don't ask me why. <laughs> okay, obvious for obvious reasons because you can't spew vulgarities, mm. and I'm a teacher, so mm. I I have to set good. But even even when 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 my kids go, teacher, teacher, I found you. You are a son of a peach. I'm like, I hope <laughs> you don't say the b word. I hope you don't say the b word. <laughs> yeah, 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 son of a peach. And then I have I have some teachers like, why why you put your name like that? I'm like. Cause I wanted to put the son of a toot, but I, I can't. I just <laughs> nice. make a speech lah, mm. like wordplay lah. So you can find me at the son of a peach, um, and you can find me on Spotify. For those of you who want to listen to Berhantu, um, it's called the podcast. It's just mm. just called the podcast. Mm. Um, so there's two like the, the the picture is just a cartoon version of me and Zuhairi lah. Mm. But when I do Berhantu, it's a peking pochong. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, never gets old. Never gets old. So yeah. that's I think in terms of all the. Ghosts that that we grew up with, mm. that for me is the one that gets in under my skin a lot. Mm. Because when you grow up, you experience death and all that, right? Yeah. And then you see that you see people being shrouded and all that. Yeah. So it's that familiarity, you know, like it's because you, it's so real, right? You don't yeah. see, you don't see random woman in in white summer dresses with long hair, but mm. you've seen it in front of your eyes and you've prayed in front of this. Um, individuals, you know, have been shouted, yeah. and then to see that image of them hopping, mm, uh, it gets me crazy. So you talk about Toyo, and I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> it's all quite fantastical to me, you know, like Toyo. Oh, a small boy in green, <laughs> But when you talk about Pocho, yeah, yeah, I can get yeah. amazing. Yeah. So thank you so much, Hafiz, for coming on to our so show. Much, thank, thank you, you thank you, thank and you, guys. You all have to follow him because he gave us a lot of ghost stories. I, I count at least ten. Yeah, yeah at least like, ten. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. And, Long yeah. shot, all sizes also have. And we yeah. wanted to only make it a, 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 a two hour, it's, it's, it's gone on. <laughs> well, more than two hours. Time. You all have to edit a lot. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. The it's the best kind of episode. It's, it's the best <laughs> kind of problem. When you have a lot of content. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, guys, for, 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 for coming in. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be more than happy to have you guys on for Bahantu as well to oh, share yeah. your ghost stories. Ooh. You know, I, I rarely do that because I can't find. I, I can't find. Okay, this is an ego thing. I, <laughs> to have another person who's do the, who do the same content, or, you know, sometimes your sensibilities are different, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and your values are not aligned. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, totally I, I, I don't want to, you know, yeah, yeah. but yeah. if you meet someone and they are on the same wavelength, you know, and you want to do things together, you, you want to do it. So I'll be more than happy to have you guys over to oh, yeah. Berhantu Podcast yeah, to share that, your stories. I, I really do that, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I, I know. Because it's always, it's like it's a one man show. It's usually yeah. you. It's, yeah. just, it's just me in my room. <laughs> I love yeah. that, man. With scratching, <laughs> with furnitures, got marble sometimes. Sometimes I hear, hey, were you switching on the TV? I hear a woman laughing at the back. I'm oh, like, nice, you thanks. have got to be messing <laughs> thanks, with me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, la, so far my, my house, nothing. Cannot be scared of your own house, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're living there, so even if it's there, you just like no choice. Get out. Yeah, no no pain. Yeah. Lan lan yeah. Okay, we're gonna do the the closer now. Oh yes. Okay, when you wanna do it? <coughs> okay. New episodes of Ghost Maps go online every second and fourth Thursday of the month on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and all major platforms. New episodes of Dead Air go online every thirteenth of the month on YouTube. To make sure you never miss an episode of either, subscribe now and follow us on social media at We Are Hantu. That's one word, W-E-A-R-E-H-A-N-T-U. 
If you'd like to share your own stories that could inspire future episodes of Ghost Maps, you can reach us through the contact form on hantu.sg or message us directly through Facebook and Instagram. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon at patreon.com slash wearehantu. One, One, two, two, three. three. And And remember, remember, just just because they're stories, it it doesn't doesn't mean they're they're not not true. Okay, good night, everyone. Thank you, Hafiz. Thanks, Thanks, Hafiz. I love the... Wow, okay. (laughs) You all have all your bases covered. If you want to stay up to date on Hantu and listen to our other podcasts like Ghost Maps, subscribe now and follow us on social media. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon. Look for We Are Hantu or click the links in the description. Dead Air is a Hantu production. Hosted by Kai Ong and Win Ray. With album art by Jolin Lim. And recorded on Audio Technica Mics.